Intellectual decay! Turn it off and watch your face! Welcome to the Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast, where we descend into the madness and chaos of 80s horror. This is your host, Stephanie. Tricks or treats. And joining me today are Jesse. Remember when you wanted to be Robbie the Robot? I guess I got my... my fucking wish. And John. I suppose it was inevitable. You've been looking for me all your life. In the morgues, in the graveyards, in the faces of the dead and dying. Your whole existence has been a search for me. Well, here I am, my friend. Am I not all that you hoped for? Am I not all that you thought I would be? You slime. You filth. You street derelict. I'm gonna take you apart. I'm gonna rip your fucking eyes out. I'm gonna tear you open and chew out your fucking heart. <laughs> what version? That was it? very intense. What version was that? Street derelict. <laughs> I, I put a little bit in there. Oh, I like he embellished. I imagine a monkey being a street <laughs> a, a street derelict. She did run the streets at night, like an organ grinder. Isn't that what they used? Organ grinders? Didn't they use little capuchins? I think so. Yeah. To, capuchins. Yeah. I don't know. Spider monkeys or capuchins? I always get them confused. Aren't they the same thing? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they are. I have no idea. So wait, we were missing a fourth uh, member of our podcast. We are. No Melissa today, guys. She's got diarrhea real bad. <laughs> when she was sitting here. Don't tell her we said that. No, she was sitting here. She was actually sitting across from us and she tried to push out a fart and she sharded all over herself. We, we didn't have any Dunkin' napkins. <laughs> so she had to run upstairs. Oh. So she's going to miss this episode. It was a mess. Unfortunately. And her cloth chair is saturated so you have to sit here and smell it it's pretty stinky yeah <laughs> the acrid aroma of <laughs> diarrhea <laughs> that's why you always have to make sure i told her when she was running upstairs like melissa never refuse the handful of duncan napkins they try to give you you always have to take it carry them with you also always also don't mainline starbucks yeah, yeah don't mainline it <laughs> nah she just she overdrank last night she's on recovering actually i think the true story yeah. is a little bit funny <laughs> <laughs> too hung over yeah. She was uh, out with the basic bitch. Um, Boozing it up. Bossy. Yeah. yeah. Did a little too Which hard. I did this podcast super hungover with my arm falling off. I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah, but you're a dude. Yeah. I mean, I missed because I was um, I was too hungover before, but I'm not a dude. I'm fucking a, I'm, I'm <laughs> you're a little bitch. bitch. Yeah, I'm a total bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the first one to admit that. All right. Well, on today's episode, I will be hosting a Pathology Perversions Extra special for you guys. Yeah. And then uh, our feature presentation is my pick, Monkey Shines from 19- 1988. 
And I'm so excited to talk about Directed this Directed by George A. Romero. Yes. Not this, written by Stephen King, even no. though I've said that on every episode a million <laughs> times, and I have no idea why. It feels like it should have been written by him. I don't know why I always think that. Yeah, I don't know either. The, li- the wires are always crossed in my brain. It, uh, me too. I don't know why. I yeah. always think it. It's the cover. I don't know why. I always forget Ro- George Romero directed it, and I always think Stephen King wrote it. Yeah. I don't know. For don't some know. reason, there's a paperback book in my mind with that monkey on it, and it says Stephen King on it. Yeah, I, I have so. no idea. Like, yeah, it exists in my mind. The actual author is like Michael Stewart or something like I'm that. I'm trying so. to think back to, because I have a ton of Stephen King books. Like, are, is there really one with a cover like that? I feel like I need to go home and look through my library. All the shit that he's written, can you tell me one didn't involve a monkey at some point? Something. I'm pretty sure. Speaking of Stephen King, apparently they may be making, I don't like a series or something based on Gerald's game. Have you heard of this? Can we enter this lazy speakeasy? Yes, I'm sorry. Because we're talking Stephen King. All right, so... It's time to enter the sleazy speakeasy. It didn't mean to scare you. I saw that bottle. thought it looked pretty heavy. I ain't got no diseases. You mind if I have a drink? Thank you, because I was real fucking thirsty and I just wanted to drink, you know? I know. It's true. I've been sipping my beer this entire time. All right, well, John, why don't you tell us what you're drinking today? Ooh, I'm drinking something seasonal, but not pumpkin-related, but it is horror-related. It is from Ale Smith Brewing Company. Evil Dead Red Ale. Alcohol by volume, 6.66%. Ooh. It's a good one. Our favorite number on the podcast. I had I had that before on a previous episode. Um, yeah, we we did drink that. Chris um, Chris Franco sent me that from the Who Goes There podcast. Yeah, Bunny. I didn't I didn't even realize you can get that around here, dude. I know you can get that. Um, I know you can get that brewery's beer, but I didn't think you get that type around did here. Did you read the back the last time you? No, no, we didn't. That, that's all you, John. <clears throat> yeah, you read it, John. I mean, that's how that's how get comfortable. That's how John comes out. That's how he gets comfortable before he drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Each Halloween, we release this special concoction to celebrate one of our favorite holidays. Deep, blood red in color, and an intense aroma of pine and citrus from an abundance of American hops balances the sweetness and rich, bready flavors of this beer's caramel malts. The result is a fiendishly smooth brew that will make your taste buds scream with delight. When you say bready flavors, it makes me not want to have a beer. <laughs> like, like bready flavors. I like drinking bread. <laughs> don't you? Do you like drinking bread? <laughs> I love. I like, I like to think of bread when I'm drinking. I don't. Bready? I don't know, bread. Like a rye but, bread or something. So, um, I'm just drinking some pumpkin coffee because I'm trying to get into the fall spirit, even though it's 85 percent humidity outside today. Oh my god, it's disgusting, isn't so it? So gross, uh, bro. Yeah. Summer's like sha na na, not yeah. over with you. No, I know. As yeah. much as I would love to drink beer, I'm not either again because of the same deal I've been dealing with fucking for weeks. Because it's again, I think it's this fucking humidity. It's just driving my migraines. It does. It makes them worse. But yeah. I am drinking a cold brew um, out of a glass bottle here that I just opened up. Uh, it's called what is it, Seth? You read it. The name of the brand, just the brand. I I can't read it. Turn it to face me. Peloton. 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 Oh, Peloton. Peloton original. And I'm going to read the label, handcrafted from the finest selection of 100% Ethiopian beans. Uh, Peloton Original is a brilliantly complex cold-brewed coffee with a rich, fruity flavor profile and a deliciously smooth chocolatey finish. By eliminating the bitterness, we have created an exceptionally refreshing and brightly caffeinated cold brew for your drinking pleasure and then it says smooth plus natural plus delicious equals 
Belotan. And then it says, join the pack. And then on the front, it's got a bunch of Ethiopians and they're real skinny. Oh my God. And, it, and, the, <laughs> and, the, and they got bloated bellies. Stop it. Because it's full of cold brew. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're so full no of the cold brew beans. Is it smooth? Hold on, I'm going to drink it right now. I haven't. I don't want to know fruity. Fruity, what fruits? I don't know, I'm going to try it. And it says dairy free, which why would it have dairy in it? It's it's just, coffee. it's coffee. Yeah. You fucking numb nuts. Well, some of the cold brews they do now. Is have that their slogan? Some it's coffee, you fucking numb nuts. <laughs> it's coffee, you fucking numb nuts. Oh, it is real creamy. Creamy? Hmm. Rich and creamy, just the way just I like it. Just the way it. I like it. <laughs> it is. It has a chocolatey, um, oh. chocolatey finish. I would say nice. so. You want to try it? Steph? I would like to try it. You should try it. It's very, very, very good. <laughs> so my stuff is um. Hmm, that is good. It's like sucking on like a big black man's teeth, and you get that chocolatey milk that comes out, right? Am I right? Uh, so back to Gerald's game. Can I just talk about that? Sure. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Have you have you guys read Gerald's game? Mm-hmm. No. So it's like a really weird story. Basically, like um, you always talk about it. Like- wa- yeah, the husband like he like handcuffs his wife to the bed, and then he's like having sex with her, and he fucking has a heart attack and dies on top of her, and mm-hmm. she's like stuck because he's like a fat guy. But then, like, weird shit happens. So she's stuck there for like I don't know days. She starts seeing this little man in her room. It was like a necrophiliac. I don't know. It's been a really long time since I read it. But fucking weird. I don't know how they could possibly make a series out of this book. A series? Or I think it's a series or it's like a movie on Netflix. About, I don't know. It's fucking... What about that other uh, Stephen King um, that was supposed to be made into a movie about that guy? Did that come out? Did the guy that was like a... He was really a serial killer and his wife finds out that he's a serial killer? That, it came out. I never heard anything short, about it's it, It's a short story. And that short story is really fucking good. I never heard anything about this that. This other movie. one that you're talking about, it's not a short story or it is? Gerald's game is a, it's a novel. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's it's a, a novel. Full, full, full the, the one that he's talking about is like in one of his little anthologies or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That story is really cool though. Like the wife finds out like her husband's like a serial killer and has been killing all these women, and she finds like he has like all of their license like in this little secret compartment and shit. And she finds it. It's so, like so crazy. I'm probably the worst person to talk about Stephen King novels because the only Stephen King novel I've read is The Cell, and that movie, that, oh, that, that, was the that book worst. was fucking terrible. That yeah. book was the worst. Oh my god, terrible. Stephen King, his old stuff. Oh my god, it's so amazing. Oh, I know it's probably really and good. And then so he good. just was but, like. Well, then he got hit by a van. And then, like, it was just... <laughs> so and then it was just Bernie diarrhea after the van accident. Yeah. But he just can teach... I mean, you gotta give him credit. He still knocks yeah. it the fuck out with the he writing, does. dude. He's, I, like, he's like, writes thousand-page books like any shit. I still love him. I would love to, like, just meet him. And I wouldn't even say hi because I'd be too scared. I mean, I, I, I can't... <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I can't... Do you get starstruck? I'm stupid. I don't know. I get so... Oh, she gets starstruck by people that aren't even really stars, like, you know... Like the guy from Baroness, who I couldn't even say hi to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. Anyway, yeah, the guy. Yeah, he the was at the barbecue we went to at the convent. He was just standing there, right next to us, and I didn't say hi to him because I'm like, he sings in a band that I like, so I couldn't. Yeah, the say dude, it. the dude she bought the art off of. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. Oh, anyway, I'm a weirdo. She it's should. like when I met Malcolm McDowell, I could barely say. Oh hi my god, him. she couldn't even like speak to him. And he was being super I'm nice so to her, weird. and she's just like this. Ah. I don't necessarily get starstruck, <laughs> no, but I get like starstruck. I get like super nice, like man, I like all your shit. I don't really like all I your shit, like, but I like all your shit. I'm like socially awkward with certain things. I don't know what it is. No, I, I'm I I get I can put on a pretty good front even if I am nervous. All right, guys, real quick before we wrap this thing up, I have one thing I want to mention, um, and it is an Instagram contest that we're going to have going on in the month of October. Uh, Every Saturday in the month of October, we're going to be doing a scavenger hunt. 
for everybody that's um, all of our followers on Instagram. So if you're not on Instagram, I suggest you sign up for Instagram to take part in this thing. Um, it's going to be pretty cool. We're going to have um, a ton of prizes to give out. And I'm just going to rattle off real quick all of the people that have been submitting prizes for us to give away. And Steph and I have been receiving a lot of these things. And it's really, really, really cool what we've been getting in the mail so far. Um, we'll give more details in uh, forthcoming episodes. But just to give you guys a heads up on that, this thing's going to be going on. So if you want to sign up for Instagram, um, you can do that. But um, here goes um, a lot of the people. We have 30 people so far taking place. And if you have a business and you also want to take part in it, you can shoot us an email or you can um, go on Instagram and send us a message, whatever. But here are some of the people we have taking part in it so far. And these are all their Instagram names. So if you want to check out their businesses, um, you can do that. Uh, so far, we have Maiden Voyage Company, Inborn Designs, Lord Tronington, QFS Chris, Lunar Crypt Co., Monster Club Co., Stay Cold Craftworks, Little Press on the Prairie, Hippo Sausage, Ghoul House Company, Slasher Effects, Scumbags and Superstars, Power Pop Pins, Jeremy Hush, Horror Section, which is a band, Slap Ass Creations, Infected Resin Toys, Studio House Designs, Titty Bats, Rat Knife, Theater of Creeps, Meth Syndicate, The Creeping Museum, Video Vomit, Eat Her Brains, Final Girls, Monsters Holding Biatches, Smelly Ellie, Imaginarium Delirium, and Night Creature Studios. And so far, the prizes range from pins, prints, um, socks, socks, tapestry, tapestry, um, buttons, stickers, stickers. Uh, actually, um, the band sent us an LP, cassettes, um, a range of toys. Yeah. Um, Ooh, toys. Works of art. Um, Imaginarium Delirium sent us really awesome, while well, he's sending this really awesome um, jewelry box that he made. So we got a ton of stuff all across the board. Um, for our winners of the scavenger hunt, like I said, we'll give more details. But for every winner, you're not just going to win one thing. You're going to win a lot of things. So uh, get on Instagram, make a profile. And we will have more details coming soon. Yeah, it'll be fun, and you get to win stuff. So if you don't do know, it. if you don't know our Instagram tag by now, it's Say You Love Satan Podcast. Yes, yeah. check it go. out. Check it out, and check out all those people I mentioned. A lot of awesome people. And if you want to take part in it, hit us up. All right, so it's time for pathology perversions. <laughs> Splatter and Gore Department. Okay, I'm gonna start off. You know, I, I, when, I, fiction? when I planned this, Melissa was gonna be here. So, oh, really? um, so John, it's a little mini quiz for you because oh, no. Jesse already knows what my topic is. Um, it's, it's just one question, she and o- it's she often comes to me and she asks for my advice. It's basically well, I just run things by you. I oh, like okay. to have exactly. You know, we we work, we feed off each other. We support each other. Um, it's just, I, I'm, it's a little test to see if you've been paying attention to things that I discuss in my segment. I would say John's pretty good at paying attention. Right, so what Melissa's, we're say, a, Melissa's the one that's on cloud nine most of the time. We're going to find out. So John, the question is, what is the more commonly known name for Hansen's disease? And it's multiple choice. Do okay? I, do, do I, do is I, it tuberculosis? Necrotizing fasciitis. I said the same thing on the episode too. Leprosy or diphtheria. 
necrotizing fascia. No, <laughs> it's leprosy. Damn. Um, yeah, that's the uh, that's the name for leprosy. So, um, and the other question. This is just, the second question is just kind of an open-ended question. Um, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the word leprosy? Like just immediately, what do you think of? Leopards. Uh, like skin sloughing off and all that kind of crap. Okay, I think of the Bible. So, you know, oh yeah, it's also, also heavily in the Bible. Yes. Jesus used to heal the lepers. Like that's what I always think of. I think of the me- the band Death and the uh, awesome album. I also cover. think of Unclean, Unclean. <laughs> the awesome album cover by Death. So yeah, Lepers. I mean, I always because you think of like leper colonies. I mean, for me, I think that um, like I think of leprosy as an ancient disease. And I, I just have like I mean I talk about this all the time I think because like cholera I kind of said the same thing like I feel like people think it's an ancient disease it doesn't really exist anymore, but it does. Um, so that's why I picked leprosy because I think it's really cool. Mm. And at some point in the future I will discuss the plague as well because I find the plague fascinating. Oh man, the bubonic plague! Is, yeah. Isn't that going to be like a two-part episode though? Isn't that a lot of history on that? Oh, shit? There's a lot of history. I mean, it may it may be just it may be a special. Patreon episode. Ooh, I like oh, that. Oh yeah, like fun fact: there was a uh, CDC place up in Trenton or Newark in Jersey, and they lost rats that were infected with the bubonic plague. Oh, it exists. I mean, people, people get the plague, but now we, you know, we but can like, treat how, it. How so. do you lose that shit? Yeah. Well, same way people lost anthrax. I mean, that happened, didn't it? <laughs> I don't know. The same way that Boo kept getting out. It's true. Boo, Ella. Yeah, no, but that was Ella, her, aka that, Boo. But that was a, that was her real name. I know. All right, so... That's what she was really called. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Leprosy is caused by an intracellular organism called Mycobacterium leprae. Uh, Mycobacterium uh, also is what causes tuberculosis, but very different. But I just want to throw that in there. Um, So it's a chronic disease of the skin, mucous membranes, and nerve tissue. And unfortunately, there is drug resistance. So it's still an issue, guys, all over the world. Did you watch um, that video that we, that someone uh, I've been seeing people share um, of the the table, and they put different strands of uh, resistant yes. uh, antibiotics? I, I saw on a little it. clip of that, yeah. And uh, the closer you got to the center of the table, there was strands of like antibiotic that were like the the, the potency of the antibiotic was like a thousand times, yeah. And it showed how quickly bacteria yeah, okay. can reproduce and get to the middle. It's, and that shit was yes. crazy. It's really frightening because, like, some bacteria are it, it, innately, it innately immune to certain drugs. But you know how quickly they can mutate. Right. They transmit. They can transmit genes. That's the scary thing. Is like a bacterium can give its resistance right. genes to other. It doesn't have to even be in the same family. They can transfer them in plasmids. So then you have all this resistance. Um, it's 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 scary. Mm. I don't know. And then people still abuse antibiotics, which there's like a huge movement to stop that but it still happens so. yeah, I, was, I was telling Marcella was talking about that yeah. at one point too yeah it's it, pretty crazy well it's funny like and I work in the medical field and people and people even people in the medical field don't understand like that you should not be just taking antibiotics right. for every little cold you right. have well people think oh I have the flu I need antibiotics like people no like, guys like, it's a virus like one of my co-workers will come in and they'll be like start coughing and one of my other coworkers will be like, "You need a Z pack. Go get a Z pack." Like, no, you just your body will fight that off. Yeah. Just right. let your body if, if do what a, it's going to do. If it's viral, do. if it's viral, antibiotics aren't going to do a damn thing. Right, right. And your body, you just need to take care of yourself, hydrate, and your body will fight it off. Yeah, and then like they'll come back and back. The doctor wouldn't give me antibiotics, and then she's like, "Oh, well, I'm going to go to another doctor." Then it will. Yeah, and this is the problem. It's like, what? You work in the medical field. You shouldn't. There's know an issue among that. the doctors to 
cut down oh, there's a drastically. Huge, there's a huge movement in the medical industry yeah, to good doctors too. Yeah, you know. I mean within hospital systems, like because it is becoming such a huge problem, and huge. people people acquire a lot of these resistant infections while they're in the hospital. Oh my god, yes. C diff, MRSA. What's oh that? my god, MRSA. What's that called, Steph? Well, nosocomial there infections. You go. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't like how you were quizzing me on that. I got to make sure you know your shit, right? I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's scary. So, yeah, so there are resistance, so there is resistance now in, in the, with leprosy. Um, so, it's most prevalent in tropical countries. Uh, the primary reservoir is an infected human. Um, although there is some talk of like you like armadillos can carry oh my god i heard about that so yeah i think we talked about that on a previous episode we may have i don't know armadillos because i remember carriers armadillos are fucking sick looking I, I think they're really cool. No, though. they're not. I have heard people say armadillos are cute. No, no, no they're not no. cute. But you I think they're, like they're interesting. Ball? Yeah, but they're interesting. You know what? They're I s- so different. You know. You know what well, I see when I see them open the ball? I see the black leg. <laughs> and I'm like, that's six. From an evolutionary perspective, I think they're very, very fascinating, just because of the oh, yeah, defense of mechanisms they were able to yeah. develop naturally. Yeah, no, I think they're, crazy. they're interesting. So is the platypus and the kangaroo. I mean, that's Ca- the thing. Kangaroos like, too, how, but I don't want to go for a kangaroo. How do marsupials even exist at this point? I am obsessed with marsupials. Remember that. Did you remember the video I showed you of the kangaroo? Fucking trying to get get the guy through the window, right? Yeah, and the giant claws. Oh, I was like tapping on the glass, like, and like that's when you realize that like kangaroos are legit. Are there any? Uh, Somebody needs to make a horror movie. I was gonna like. say, are there any creature features with kangaroos? There has to be. Those no, things are terrifying. There has to be. The kiwis never made anything. There has to be something. Could be something. There. They're ho- yeah, they're like as tall as a Night man. Of the, Night of the Joeys. <laughs> <laughs> like a ma- uh, oh <laughs> imagine like a um, yeah, like something with like a kangaroo with like a little belial that comes out of the pack, oh uh, like out of the pouch. And it's like, um, I'm going to get you. Yeah. You're going to be dead. <laughs> no, no, no. And the, and the little bottle that comes out of the pouch goes, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me make this movie. Um, so infectivity is low and is uh, really dependent on the host um, Im- like immune state. So if you have a strong immune system, you can you probably just fight it off yourself. Um but also, the prolonged close contact with an infected person will make you more susceptible, obviously. Um, and I think that was something that's really misunderstood because people, you know, used, they used to put people in leper colonies because they thought it was really contagious, but it's really not that contagious. But also back then, I mean, they didn't really have medicine. So. I think, I think, yeah, but I think 90% of the protocols back then in medieval medicine was like quarantine yeah. and segregate. Oh, oh, yeah. But that yeah. shit looks, looks nasty. Oh, it does. Yeah. It does. So, it I mean, looks it, terrible. I mean, if you look at someone that has that, you're going to be like, yo, bro, don't touch me. Especially yeah. after, like, the people that survived the bubonic plague, they're like, Nah, nah, nah. You like? No. I, I mean, yeah. Even I mean, even if I saw somebody like that, but like, you go to an island and, yeah. you, and you live I don't there. I want to see yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's um, so it's transmitted uh, person to person through contact with infected skin, but more commonly inhalation of organisms that are discharged through nasal secretions mm-hmm. from the infected person. So sneezing or coughing. Basically, that's where all the bad shit lives in your nose. Oh, it does. That's where Marshall is. That's why when I see like little kids eating their boogies, I'm like, yo, you're eating your fucking... You're yeah, but guess what? Your stomach acid dude's gonna kill it. Yeah. Yeah, well, not kills if, most shit. Not, it really does. Not if you're taking proton pumping and no, in- inhibitors. Well, exactly. <laughs> I have a whole I have a whole theory about Jesse getting food poisoning, but we'll, we'll talk about that some the, the look, <laughs> Jesse just gave me an umbuga face. <laughs> He's so proud of himself with the proton pump inhibitor. Alright, anyway. Uh, so, um... So it's this uh, organism is is impossible. Like you cannot grow it in culture. You know, so culture. You know, like they take those little plates with the nutrient in it. You swab, uh, you know, whatever your specimen is. You smear it on there, and it grows. So like staff streps grow super easy. Whoa! Um, so they can't they, they can't cannot, grow it in a control. They setting. cannot grow this. So uh, diagnosis is based on 
your symptoms, basically. Um, and I guess your, and your potential exposure. Look well, at that guy. He looks is, fucking gross. My question is, how many cases are there in the U.S.? I'm going to get to that. Um, there, They can do, like, I guess, a biopsy of, like, this, if you have a lesion, and they can find the organisms. But the organisms... Again, they they're not like regular like bacterial organisms. They have to have a special stain, so it's called acid fast. Um, so they can fight, but like acid I mean, fast sounds like a new diet. Mm. Have we tried <laughs> acid fast yet? Yeah, let me see that acid ass. Uh, let's see. So, like I said, the the host immune system um, plays a key role in both the control of the infection, but also the body's. Re- the damage so i guess you know if you have a strong immune system you can fight it off but then also once you have the the infection your body's response to it makes your symptoms worse yeah it's one of those things um i just want to give everybody a visual like everybody thinks that's all scientific here but she's sitting here with like a gang banger like bandana (laughs) in her hair so she's like a she's like a thug scientist right now i am channeling my inner thug the sides of her head are shaved and she's got like a gang bang like she looks like vanilla ice I was going for Tupac, actually, but okay. thanks. She looks like, <laughs> she looks like the Tupac. <laughs> um, the, so tu- the Tupac sugar. I'm going to just name some symptoms. Um, skin lesions that are lighter than your normal skin color. Uh, lesions that have decreased sens- sensation to touch, heat, or pain. Lesions that do not heal after several weeks to months. Muscle weakness. Numbness or lack of feeling in the hands, arms, feet, and legs. Um, and it is treated with antibiotics, but it's typically a combination of antibiotics um, and then usually some kind of an anti-inflammatory medication. Uh, prognosis, early diagnosis is important because early treatment will limit the damage that this infection can cause. Um, possible like uh, long-term complications include disfigurement, muscle weakness, permanent nerve damage in the arms and legs, and loss of sensation, which is really interesting. I think that's like the big thing is like numbness you know mm. like in your like limbs and stuff it's really weird your wiener oh i'm gonna get to some scrotal stuff actually <laughs> John's i just like saying scrotal john's like oh my god um, could so, we not <laughs> so it looks like does it does you like peel off like you know what is no. what's the kind of grape that you have to peel the skin off of to eat i've never had a grape like that maybe i just made that up <laughs> i think you did uh-huh. <laughs> i have um, this thought in my mind of having to peel I Maybe have, you just had a grape that had like tougher skin and you no, didn't like I, it. I so remember, you it. I remember my grandma like peeling grapes and making me. Well, your my grandmother them. also put margarine on crackers for you, didn't she? You said your grandma. Oh, I thought you did that too. No, the my, matzah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My my grandma did that. <laughs> yeah. My grandma also like buttered bread and made sandwiches and put mustard on it. Yeah, that's weird. That's good though. Um, <laughs> it is like so, it is good. Rich so and see. creamy. Symptoms of leprosy are generally so slight that the disease is not recognized until a cutaneous eruption is present. I love that cutaneous eruption. So what, um, a lesion bursts forth? Is that what you're saying? It's just basically you have like, yeah, a, a, you know, some lesions on your skin. Oh. Uh, 90% of patients present with numbness first, uh, sometimes years before the skin lesions appear. Oh, and th- did I mention, it's like, there's a really long incubation period in this disease, five years. So you could be... Harboring this for five years before you even have any. That's like a lot so of things are like crazy. that. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Um, so again, it makes it even more difficult to like pinpoint like where did you get leprosy? Oh, five think years five ago. Five years ago. Yeah. yeah. What was I doing five years? Maybe ago? Maybe that sheep I fucked. I don't know. Uh, let's see. So patients. Um, oh, so you lose. Um, let's see, light touch, then pain, and then finally deep pressure. That's like the progression. Um, these losses are especially apparent in the hands and feet. Um, there are different like stages. So. Um, 
Let's see. I'm going to go through all these. Which stage is the zombie stage? Intermediate leprosy is earliest and mildest form of the disease. This is where you have the hypopigmented macules, so like the light lesions. Well, now, what is the stage when you get the women? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the the next, five years in the incubation period. <laughs> the next uh, stage is tuberculoid leprosy, and that usually presents with large lesions, uh, which are anesthetic, meaning they're like have no sensation to them. Um, infected nerves often thicken and lose function, and progression can occur leading to borderline type leprosy, which is next. Can I can I ask? Is there any plus sides to getting leprosy? Absolutely not. Right. Yeah, um, when, when do you become a superhero? In, like? <laughs> in borderline leprosy, uh, let's see. You have cutaneous lesions. They are numerous and less well-defined than those in tubercular, tuberculoid form. Uh, the anesthesis is less severe. So that's, so that's like um, when you're a borderline leper. That's like insulting to like you're not you're not <laughs> a <laughs> leper. Yeah, you're not like a you're not a human, but you're not a full-blown leper. Right, so you're somewhere in between. So like the, the humans are like you can't stay here. And then you go to stay with the leopards, and the leopards are like shenanigans. You look too yeah. normal still. Yeah, and so you have to go to like this other island with like the borderlines. Okay, so next is borderline lepromatous leprosy. It's like all these different names. Um, these are numerous, uh, let's see, numerous <laughs> lesions. However, they are more consistent with papules, plaques, and nodules. And that's where Optimus Prime lives. Punched out appearing lesions that look like inverted saucers are common. Mm. So if you ever see someone with lesions that have look like inverted saucers. What? Punched know. out? What does that like, mean? So basically like divots in your skin. So uh-huh. like it looks like they're sunken in like... I see a lot of people like that on the bus every day. That's not a punched out. That's like a depression though. Yeah, that's what I'm oh. saying. Punched out. That's what it says. Punched out. Like yeah. a hole punch? <laughs> like wouldn't yeah. they just be bleeding everywhere? No, it's not. It's like just, it's your skin. It's not like wounds. Mm. Um, so and then the final stage, and not, I guess not everyone progresses to this, but lepromatous leprosy is a, is a, is a last stage. Um, See, so early on, cutaneous lesions are small, diffuse, and symmetric. Uh, later, larger and deeper lesions form, and these contain many bacilli. So bacilli is a rod, that the organ, organism is a little rod, as opposed to like staph and strep, which are circular. Anyway, at this point, the skin texture does not change and little or no loss of sensation occurs. The nerves are not thickened. Loss of eyebrows occurs. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. if I don't have my eyebrows, what do I have? And then spreads to the eyelashes and then the trunk. However, scalp hair remains. There is no God! Um, <laughs> eye involvement occurs, causing pain, sensitivity to light, decreased visual acuity, glaucoma, and blindness. Testicular atrophy can occur, resulting in sterility. It would save John a lot of time in the morning because he wouldn't have to groom his eyebrows. <laughs> true. Um, I have if, a monkey for that. <laughs> if the larynx becomes involved, hoarseness will result. Nasal infiltration can cause a saddle nose deformity, which we've talked Ooh, about no, saddle, saddle nose. nose no. Remember with um, with syphilis. Syphilis. You know, people mm-hmm. lose this, this leprosy seems like it just keeps kicking you when you're uh, down. Yeah. <laughs> saddle Do you nose, like yeah. lesions? Do you like saddle nose? Would you like not to have eyebrows while no, this is going no on? No babies because you're going to be sterile. Yeah. Saddle nose. That's when Roseanne Barr like, sits on oh your nose God. for a long time <laughs> and like just crushes it down. Uh, swelling, uh, <laughs> swelling of the legs is sometimes a late finding. Uh, let's see. Late, unlike the other types of leprosy, this form cannot convert back to the less severe borderline or tuberculid types of disease. So, yeah. Um, so approximately 100 cases a year are diagnosed in the U.S., that's not. That's nothing. It's nothing, but it's fucking leprosy. But where do they send? Where do they? <laughs> yeah. Where do they send these so, people? Oh, but so the the states that are more common. I know California was one. Can we go visit them? And then I think probably like southern states, like where the it's more like, like tropical weather. So you're you know? saying you winked at me though? Does that mean inbreeding? No. Oh so is there treatment or what? Oh, antibiotics. Yeah. And then, it's usually a combination of antibiotics because of the resistance. Uh, I'm gonna get in that a little bit more. So. Um, 
I just wanted to talk about a little bit of history. So like we said, it's mentioned in the Bible. Um, in this country, let's see. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out. So there's actually, I'm going to talk a little bit more about um, the one of the last leper colonies in this country, which actually was just closed down in 1999. So not that long ago. Mm. Um, and they, it's just called Carville. It's in Louisiana. Oh, Carville ice cream? Um, Did they make it? No, it's really crazy because... Fudgy the Whale. I love Fudgy the Whale. <laughs> so, okay. And this was opened in 19... 19- That's why when you eat Fudgy the Whale, there's like little bits of skin in it. Oh my God. Because like their, their skin's just crusting off. In, um, it. in 1921, it was... It, the, the official name is the... Uh, Gillis W. Long Hansen's Long Hansen's Disease Center in Carville, but people just called Carville. It has had different names throughout the years because it was a government. It was like a prison slash leper colony for a while. Of uh, course, also a government. Have, industri- I, I don't know. How does that work? There's like okay. I listen to this other podcast, but it's like a super interesting story about this guy who he committed some kind of a financial crime. I don't know, and it's like a it's like a low. Um, What's it called? Low white collar crime. Yeah. So basically, like you just like chill and walk around this prison. It's not like minimal like, security. Minimal security. Thank you. Um, but so he shows up and there's like people with leprosy there because that was where the lepers were. It's such an interesting. I think it was uh, we'd be monsters. No, that's not we'd be monsters. I don't remember what it's called. Anyway, I can post. And the most about horrific that. part, they didn't have sneeze guards in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just it's, so it's it's interesting. Anyway, He's like, so you just get, you just sneezed on that salad. It was uh, <laughs> so that was founded in twenty one in nineteen twenty one, and it was a center for research and testing to try to find a cure for it. Excuse me, sir. You just you sneezed all over that arugula. <laughs> Um, in nineteen in the nineteen seventies, when Asshole. they came up, they came up with a multi drug treatment, which is what they still use today. But now we're having some resistance, so there's some issues with that. Um, but now I want to talk about Carville because you can still it's now it's a ooh, historical ooh. site. Their, their ice cream cakes <laughs> is the best. I do love ice cream cake. Isn't it though? Um, Isn't it their ice cream cake? The little crunchies in it. Yeah, that's the best yeah, with part. With a layer of crunchies. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's Carvel, but Carvel. No, okay. Carvel. That's what I'm talking about. Carvel. No, Carvel. Um, so you can. So, so this this uh, place actually still exists. It's tomato it's, was fish, officially closed down in 1999, but you can visit this site. Can it's we his, go? It's historic. Fuck yeah, let's go. Okay. So um, I read like I found um, somebody who wrote up a review. They they actually went there and um, like, what people you- still live there. There are ten patients that still live there. It's a prison. No, it's a, it's closed, but like they don't have anywhere so to go. They have it's, they part, have, it's part museum you, and it's part yeah, so, leper colony. Do they still manufacture Fudgy the Whale? <laughs> oh my god, stop! No, but seriously, these people have lived there since well, many of them their entire lives. And so, because, like, what you come through in the museum, and there's like there's like a police I touch mean, area, and it's a leper sitting no. in a chair. There's <laughs> probably there's probably ground like there's probably a building, and you, look, and you look at him, he's like just watching my programs. No, there's probably mm-hmm. like a housing on the grounds where they live. No, no, you watch him, and he's like taking it. You like, get a gift voucher if you touch my lesion. Yeah, he's like you get he's like this is my bathroom. Hold on, I'm sorry, got a wipe. So at and he's wiping, for, and he's wiping from the front, and he's a guy, and you get real grossed out because he's like wiping from the front, and he gets like <sighs> he gets some poo on his balls because oh you know. You wipe from well, the, he doesn't have he, he doesn't have any sensation down there now, so he doesn't know when he's clean. I know you got to wipe from the back because if you wipe from the front, and you're a guy, you get the brown smudges yeah. on your on your, on your <laughs> oh scrotes. So at its height, about 400 people lived lived there who had leprosy, and over the years, more than 5,000 patients spent time there. 
Um, and it says, yeah, according to this guy's review, 10 elderly residents still live on the ground. Is that review on Airbnb? <laughs> Yelp. <laughs> no, it's just, Three out of five would not stay here. There's too many lesions. Yeah, because you could tour. There's like a museum section and then there's the rest of the grounds. And, I mean, and but, when the patients would die, they had a, they had a, a cemetery, cemetery on there. like where they buried all of them. The review's like, I mean, the facilities were nice. I expected more lesions. I mean, they say leprosy, for Christ's sake. <laughs> So, I don't know. It's just super interesting. And I think, yeah, if we ever get down to Louisiana, I think we should definitely make a pit stop and check it oh, out. Yeah, no, don't go to Bourbon Street or anything. Just make sure you get, <laughs> stop at the leper colony. Also, I was taking a shower and the, the hot water ran out real quick. Oh I think there was like... Um, I, know, I know these people, like, they lose all their feelings. So maybe and there's no water pressure. It just falls out of the faucet. Maybe because they lost all the sensation. Hot water's not a big deal to them. But Jesus <laughs> Christ, I mean, I have all the sensation everywhere, for fuck's sake. If you're going to open up an Airbnb, make sure you have a substantial a hot water heater, for fuck's sake, you know? Oh, my God. For the regular folk <laughs> that aren't swarming with lesions. Oh. Okay, so, so anyway, I just think it's really fascinating. And there was like another uh, colony in ha- in Hawaii, which I think that also closed down. But I mean, if you were diagnosed with leprosy, you had no Ooh. choice. They put you, they you had to live. I would here. say if I uh, do they like, chop Hawaii? up your driver's license, you get leprosy. And you're like, yep, nope. All your government IDs are gone. Hawaii's not a good place to have leprosy with all the lesions because you're getting mango juice and pineapple juice, and your lesions all the time must burn. Right, and then you have an allergic reaction like I did in your eyes well shit. <laughs> and you're like, and, and then you're like this, just something's not right. And I'm like, Steph, you got leprosy. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, well, and, I, and I send you to the island. Well, that wraps up my, my segment on leprosy. And then you go to the doctor, and he's like, you got herpes. Here's some Valtrex. And he sends you to live with the, with the lepers. First, oh, watch this infomercial about Valtrex. And then I have to visit you at the leper colony, and I have to, I have to rent a room out on Airbnb. And I'm real disappointed at the water pressure. <laughs> oh but luckily, God. I don't have hair, so it's all good. Yeah. So, leprosy. So, they look it up. Carville. Check it out. Yeah, and order Fudgy the Whale <laughs> oh if, he, if he can. Because uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, the crunchies in that are real good. They are good. All right. So, um, it is now time for Trailer Trash. by his own body. To Alan, to the start of his new life. So you train monkeys exclusively for quadriplegics? How about if I were to donate a monkey? She hasn't been exposed to anything weird in the lab. No. An animal trained to follow commands. How am I supposed to take care of it, Jeff? The idea is that it's going to take care of you. She's unbelievable. She's like a miniature person. Get rid of that bird or so help me. One with the mind for revenge. I've been so full of anger. I've had the most horrible thoughts lately. <laughs> I've made up a formulation based on human memory cells. I've been injecting one of my monkeys. I don't like this change in you, Alan. The other with the instinct to kill. <laughs> What the hell are you doing to her? Ellen is getting out of the house, and I'm getting out with her. You do know that that's impossible. Man is the only animal capable of murder. Ellen, no! Until now. 
fault. She did it for me. Did it because I wanted it done. Stop it! From the director of Night of the Living Dead, George A. Romero, the master of terror and suspense. You're not gonna hurt me. I'm part of you. Monkey shines a new leap into terror. Pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right, guys and ghouls, it's time for our feature presentation. Monkey Shines from 1988. Monkey Shines! And again, my pick, because I love this movie. Uh, budget of $7 million, but only grossed 5.3. Because the studio fucked with it too much. The studio. Um, taglines. See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. <laughs> it's kind of lame. All right, ready for this next one? It's not even a tagline. It's a tag paragraph. But George Romero's like, but make sure you show that ass a lot. <laughs> okay, ready? <clears throat> Once... There was a man whose prison was a chair. The man had a monkey. They made the strangest pair. The man was a prisoner. The monkey held the key. No matter how he tried, the man couldn't flee. Locked in his prison, terrified and frail. The monkey wielding power, keeping him in jail. The man tried to keep the monkey from his brain. But every movie made became the monkey's gain. The monkey ruled the man, it climbed inside his head, and now, as fate would have it, one of them is dead. Which one is it? <laughs> I kind of like that little poem. I remember, I, I remember when John read it during one of our... Um, oh, he did, didn't he? John read it a lot oh, better he did, than... Oh, he did, He read it a lot better than you, though. It's true. We're getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> you said John can do something better than me? <laughs> it's over. <laughs> um, so this was directed by none other than George A. Romero. And um, should I even list off all the movies? I mean, if you don't know who George Romero is. Yeah, you, you gotta, should. You got to educate go people. Fucking do some Read them off. Read okay. off. Night of the Living Dead. The Crazies. Martin. Martin. Dawn of the Dead. Night Riders. Creep Show. Day of the Dead, The Dark Half, Bruiser, Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, and Survival of the Dead. I feel like a lot of people have seen, um, people that know George Romero probably have seen like most of his like zombie movies, but you should probably go back and watch Martin, um, because I feel like a lot of people haven't seen that movie of his. It's is it is it Martin or is it Martin? Lawrence, man, he did John. Because people don't know that he actually did that whole sitcom. (laughs) It's a very unknown fact. It was an adaptation on this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, Martin the Vampire movie. uh, It's really, really weird. It's it's a well done movie. It's really, really cool. And he also did um, Knight Riders, which is just goofy, strange, but I recommend people watch that and Tales from the Dark Side. He he created that. And also, the show, rather. um, The Dark Half, which is one of my favorite Stephen King novels right um and they did a re- he did a really good adaptation of that book so it's yeah, a good movie yeah it's a movie so good so yeah watch it watch it uh special effects by steven kershoff mm-hmm. and let's see he worked on friday the 13th part two exterminator 2 zombie Ooh. island massacre exterminator 2 <laughs> day of the dead 
Death Wish 3. That's a good one. Death Wish 3 is a good one. Yeah. That's a fun one, man. Death Wish 3. I mean, did somebody get raped that's, in that? That's the one with the 50 cal, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the one that's really real. Like, all the Death Wishes are, like, obviously exploity, but that one... They, they is that made, the one where his maid gets raped in the beginning? Which one is that? No, uh, that, Death Wish Three is the one when they're in like the his apartment. friend, his his old his older friend gets like accosted. Exactly, and yeah, uh, and it's like in his friend's building, and yeah. it's like this like it, it's this punk who has an inverted mohawk. Uh, so instead of a mohawk, he has the mohawk shaved, part right? shaved. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah, I don't know who came up with that idea, but they should find this guy and give him some kind of award. <laughs> he's like, a, the, the villain in that is in other stuff. I know who you're talking. He was about. like a hairstylist, and he's like, I got this great idea. It's a mohawk, but it's inverted. And we're going to take that mohawk part and we're going to shave it. So the mohawk's bald. Doesn't the dude from Prodigy have that? No. He had like, he has horns. Yeah, he had oh, okay. shaved, yeah. And he also, he's a fire starter. A twisted fire starter. A twi- yeah, twisted. Twisted fire starter. I- I'm a fire starter. Motherfucking twisted fire starter. Whatever that means. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Starta. Okay, so um, to continue, Death, he worked on Death Wish 3, Do the Right Thing, Spike Lee, Spike Lee Joint, uh, Malcolm X, The Jerky Boys, Hack Hackers, Hack the Planet. I got warts all over my ass um, and genital area. Independence Day and Dark Water. Those guys made Dark a Dark Water. Yeah. Dark Water. Those guys made a career out of warts all over the ass and genital area. And prank calls. Jer- I remember boys. them, yeah. Like, vaguely. It's a 90s thing. It vaguely. is. Um, makeup effects by Tom Savini. We love Tom Savini. We do. Uh, you must wor- love him. He worked on Martin, Maniac, Dawn of the Dead, uh, Friday the 13th, The Burning, which we covered previously, uh, The Prowler, Creepshow, Day of the Dead, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Mm-hmm. The Prowler um, is really good. Watch well, the Prowler. Greg Nicotero. Nicotero. Which we know him. Um, he's works well. We know him most recently, I guess, from The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, so he worked on uh, Day of the Dead, Evil Dead Two, Creep Show Two, Phantasm Two, Intruder, The Horror Show, A Nightmare on M Street Five, The Dream Child, Bride of Reanimator, Halloween Five, Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. The People Under the Stairs, and Army of Darkness. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, music. David Shire. And he did music for Return to Oz, Short Circuit, Zodiac, and then, this is John's words, 80 bajillion TV movies. Every TV movie for the last three decades. <laughs> yeah, but where's yeah. Melissa at? Return to Oz. Hey, yeah. you know what? She missed out. Yeah, come on, bitch. Put that in here for, yo, for her. Yo, yeah. where are you at, bitch? <laughs> bitch, where are you at? She's an empty um, seat right now. So I know, but I can still smell that Rhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cast. Jason Behe as Alan Mann. And he was on a lot of TV shows. Um, and then, I guess, Californication, which I actually watched that fucking series. I kept Did saying, else watch that? I kept saying uh, with, with the sexy David DeCubbs. With David DeCubbs, who was a sex addict, basically, in that show. Yeah, he was sex in that show, pure sex. I love David DeCubbs. I don't care. He plays a really funny character, though, in Californication. I don't remember that. What's, what's He was like the guy that started dating his ex-wife. I watched the first uh, season. And he's like, he's, I, I think he's supposed to be sober. It's been a while since I've watched it, but I think he's supposed to be sober. He's also a writer, and uh, he like falls off the wagon real bad, and then it's just he just mm. there's 
a bunch of naked scenes with him again. Penis tuck, you said, and then, right? Yeah, and then he fucking tucks his dick like in oh. Sounds of the Lambs. I feel like I need to watch that again then. And his pubes are hanging out. It's pretty cool. His, bu- his bushel, his bushels. Yeah, his little bushels. <laughs> and then he's in, the, he's in the tub in the one scene and his bushels are all bushel around. <laughs> uh, John Pankel as Jeffrey Fisher. AKA Forehead for Days. Oh my God, yeah. But I was just going to say, um, the uh, what? what is his name? Uh, Jason Behe. Yeah. He reminds me of... Um, What's that character, that guy, that actor that just got killed that's in Green Room? Anton Yelchin. Yeah, he reminds me of like a, reminds me of him. Yeah. Like in the face, just the face. Something about him. Um, so like, he, he kept reminding me yeah. of him throughout the movie. So John Pankel was also in The Hunger, Batteries Not Included. I would love that movie. Do you um, really? I, did, I don't know. It's probably not good anymore, but no, it watching it as a kid, I no, you fucking loved it so much. Because when I was tape head hunting, I found that and I found the, and then there was the, um, cassette soundtrack oh no shit and i didn't get it yeah i love that I movie was gonna, when damn i, I would have got it if i knew the little you liked saucers it. Line or <laughs> oh, well. came from space it's been a while since i've seen it it's good um and mad about you uh kate mcneil as melanie parker she was in the house on sorority row sudden death with uh jcvd my hero and, and lots of tv shows uh, Stephen Root as Dean Burbage, and you might know him f- as Melton Wait, from Melton. All of His Babies. By the way, that is the worst um, name. Um, excuse me. Could, could, no, I don't want to I go refuse to call him to- Burbage, so I just <laughs> called him Milton, because Burbage is the worst fake name you could write I just for anybody. the Root. Yeah. Burbage. <laughs> that's like something, that's like when you eat like a cheesesteak and you get like... Burbage? Yeah. You, 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 no, you get like like reflux really bad. Yeah. You're like, ah, oh, the burbage. Oh my God. I'm just getting real bad burbage right now. Oh man. So yeah, as we said, he's from Office Space. Um, he was also in Black Rain, Ghost, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, RoboCop 3, Night of the Scarecrow, Bicentennial Man, and Bicentennial Red, Red Snake. Oh my God. Bicentennial Man. The worst. Um, get the fuck out. Nope. We're Bice- done. Bicentennial Man is the worst. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Really good no, special effects. No, we're done. Um, Janine Turner that as has, Linda that, that, Linda Aikman. That has that. Act. She was in a lot of TV shows, and most importantly, according to Jonald, Steel Magnolias. So it must be a, a, a movie on, close quick. to John's heart. But, but isn't it that John doesn't have that actor that tried to like hang himself while he was like pleasuring by Centennial Man? Right. That's what. The dog, no, so we're not gonna. You are not, not going gonna there. tarnish the memory no. of the Robin no. Williams. Was, you I will heard, not. I heard he was wearing the bicentennial man like costume <laughs> oh while God. he was doing that. No, okay. Patricia Tallman as, so as a party guest. So um, good. She was in Night Riders, Night of the Living Dead, 90s remake, Army of Darkness, and Star Trek. Um, she played Barbara. In the 90s remake of Night of the Living Dead. Oh my God. That is, my, oh my God. That, that's probably one of my favorite remakes. Oh, that is a really good remake. Yeah. I save the best for last. The Tooch. Stanley Tucci as oh Dr. John Wiseman. And he was in the Pelican Brief, ER, and you probably know him from the Hunger Games series. The Tooch is like, I'm not letting go of my hair, for real. I <laughs> love not, Stanley Tucci. He's a clinical him. asshole. I love him so much. Do you love him on what level? I don't... <sighs> I mean, as uh, you love actors. Is that like the Italian part of you coming out? Like, like I need I the Wiseman. No, like, I, I don't, need the Tooch. And not in a way that I look at him and think he's attractive. I just like the Tooch. You, Probably because I we, just like to say the Tooch. I think that's why. Uh, the Tooch needs to become something. Like the Quigs and Stigs, <laughs> like the Tooch needs to be like the taint. <laughs> I think maybe it needs to be like, wait, what With do we butthole? have? We don't have the butthole oh. yet. We don't have a word no, for the butthole. The, the Tooch can be like a really like tight chest. Yeah. Yeah. Like a hairy chest? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
The tooch, I don't know, maybe, maybe the tooch can <laughs> be like- come up often no, enough. No, no, the tooch can be like a hairy ass. Yeah, a hairy, oh, oh. that's a good one. Like a, like a hairy rim. Yeah. Yes. Because something, I mean- to, A hairy rim. Because when I the think- tooch. The yeah. tooch is good. Because when yes. I think of a tooch, I think of a, like, a, like, a, like a hairy nest. Like, yes. a, like a hairy nest of an ass <laughs> that I just want to like stick my tongue in. And then, right. uh. So we got the, the stig, the stiglets, the quigs- and the tooch. And, and again, we're coming up with something, a new word that when Melissa's well, not here. Yeah. Always. I love it. You stick, you stick your tongue in the tooch and it's like, got like a sour taste yeah. to it. <laughs> wait, is that like, wait, okay, all right. It's like sour milk or yeah. just yeah. sour? We're replacing the copper penny with the tooch? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh. I mean, because the tooch yeah. is kind of copper skin, you know, <laughs> so God. it works on all levels. Oh, so uh, formats VHS released in 1988 by Orion Home Video. What did we say with Orion or Orion? John, do you know? Uh, I, oh, you know what? It's I'm, based on the constellation. It's it Orion. Orion. That's what I thought. I didn't know. Oh, I don't know. I he just, is right. What though. was the it, other pronunciation? It is based on Orion. Orion. It's Orion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He is That's right. though. It is based on the constellation. Now he says that because yeah. it always is. Like, oh, they do show the constellation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's part of the graphic. I just want to make sure I was no, saying. She it right asked me that last night, and I was like, I honestly don't know. Because I, I thought I heard someone say Orion before, and I was like, that's just like fucking with my mind. That person you slap Orion. in the mouth, and you go, it's Orion. Um. So release. No, that that person you say. Have you ever licked a tooch? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because you're about to get way yeah. deep in Jessup's tooch. I like it, and it's real deep to get there. Um, so have fun on the, the journey. Bottomless tooch. Eventually, you'll get there, but it's a journey. Yeah, it's a lot of work. So pack your bags, son. You, you know the scene in Lord of the Rings where they set off for this long journey in the mountains in the distance. That mountain is is the tooch of Jesse. You're, you're yeah. Set, yeah, you're setting forth to Mordor. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, I mean, Pack sandwiches. <laughs> Make sure you have Samwise Gamgee with you. Yeah. You need you need a friend. Yeah. You need a friend. You definitely need a friend. Yeah. yeah. And it's very dark there, so make sure you got some kind of like you know night vision goggles of some kind <laughs> or a really good flashlight that's like waterproof because oh, there's a lot of condensation in there. <laughs> oh man! So uh, DVD released in 1999 by MGM. Blu-ray, released in 2014 by Shout Factory, includes a making-of featurette, deleted scenes, and an alternate ending. And finally, digital, rent or own through Amazon. And there's a free version Is that what you YouTube. got, John, the Shout the Chef Factory? I did. I did get that, John. Oh, shit. So you got the alternate ending? It's actually the... That's a misnomer. It's really the original ending that Which I'm going to talk about in the trivia. Yeah. So you yep. hold your little horses there. Oh, we're talking about the hold trivia. Your, hold yeah. your okay. mini horses. All right, I didn't. Okay. Even, I didn't read that. Okay. No, I don't. Even, I didn't even know there was like a. Oh, different I didn't ending. know either until I read John's trivia. Oh, I was shit. Like, oh shit! Okay, good. This is exciting. I never knew this. Yeah, learning new things. My my my, my stig just moved. Hold on, let me get bit. comfortable. Because it's not often I don't know things. Oh, also, I want to correct myself from a couple episodes ago. Okay. So I don't look like a douche. Okay. So believe it or not, Jessup makes mistakes just like everybody else. You okay? are human. So when I make mistakes. It's like immediately people come at me. Yeah. But the person that came at me for this mistake, it's okay because it was my buddy Craig who did our promo video that I just posted on Instagram. Right. People, so check it out if you haven't seen it because it's badass. Yeah. I'm gonna we'll post a full one. I was gonna do it tonight, but maybe not tonight, but definitely this week. Sometime I'll post a full one on our website. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, on one of the past episodes, and I can't say what it was. It was a more recent one. I said that um. Swamp Thing was a John Carpenter yes. movie. It's Wes Craven. Wes Craven. Okay, so that was a brain fart on Jessup's part, but it's only because Adrian Barbeau's in the movie and John You Car were thinking about her tits and, and you just got confused. Well, no, John Carpenter was <laughs> like little John Carpenter's body he was, was putting his stigs in the quigs. <laughs> he's, he's up on it. That's <laughs> so, what you're saying. Well, he was banging her, so. Yeah. There's probably some tooch action, oh, too. No, we don't, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, um, he looks like a tooch man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wes Craven, I'm sorry, horror yeah. nerds. 
Yeah. Horror nerds are they're vicious, so you have to. But there, but but there are fans. But look, you, look, there are there are other podcasts out there, and I listen to a couple of them that do do correction segments. Yeah, we are not that podcast. Yeah. I'm sorry, people no. fucking make mistakes. Oh, I'm not gonna do half the time. We're like n- none of us are sober half the time, or we're hopped up on something right. mostly caffeine. Yeah. No, I'm pretty but, well versed in horror movies, but sometimes mistakes but, happen, yeah. dude. I mean, Shit happens. Right, we're we're all. But guess here. what? I'm so sorry. Oh! <laughs> no, Craig was like Jesse. He and he also he he also used our language, so I, he's like Jesse. Sha na na. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, then it's fine. It was also like maybe like an hour or two after I posted the episode, so he was like listening to it immediately. Yeah. So I was like, Craig, you're my treasure. <laughs> you're my treasure. Mm. <laughs> Craig, you're all of our treasures. Yeah. All right. So some trivia. This is one of the very few films depicting a quadriplegic having sex. Oh no, you don't say. Really? No, it's only I movie like I how can, that's only movie I can think That's so, part of the trivia. <laughs> I find this funny because there's trivia I left out, but the movie was protested by a bunch of handy, handicap uh, rights groups, and because of the the tagline that you read, there yeah. was a man whose prison was right. a chair. They yeah. got offended by that mm-hmm. remark. My prison is um, not a chair. My but, chair is uh, not a prison. I feel like if you watch this, there, if there's actually like. First off, the main character is handicapped and he has agency throughout the entire film. So yeah. why the fuck do you? Right. People just like to complain thing, about things. Right. I I know. I mean, and he, yeah, the, the monkey really. They could not have wrote. They could have easily not had a sex scene in there. It yeah. does nothing oh, to yeah, the plot yeah, of the yeah. movie, but it's still like they I, did it. I, I don't and it's, know. And it's actually tasteful, which I yeah. found shocking. Yeah. It's like I always tell Steph, a woman can do anything a man can do. Do you? <laughs> what? <laughs> Right. I was I'm like, just, I was like, Steph, don't ever let a man tell you you can't do anything. I was like, now get in there, make me dinner, and I slap her little butt. It doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this was George A. Romero's first studio film. However, the studio he was working with, Orion Pictures, had recut the film Steph. against his wishes. Orion, um, which contributed to the box office failure of the film. And afterwards, Romero went back to independent filmmaking until The Dark Half in 93, which was also with Orion. Mm. Uh, this was the first film role for Stephen Root, a.k.a. Milton. Then, see, he was a stage actor. According to Root, he had been instructed by his agent not to let the casting directors know that he was inexperienced with film as an actor. Uh, his official debut was Crocodile Dundee 2. 98, which is 80, sorry, 88, which had been re- released in theaters a month before this film, despite being shot a month after it. Mm. Beat them to it. Uh, this, is the, this is one of the few films in cinema history to feature a male monkey. Male Ooh. monkey? Yeah. Mm. Usually they use females, I guess. I guess they're easier to train. Well, um, there's also trivia with that, too. I'll get into it Because the monkey is probably pissing and shitting everywhere. Yeah. No. Filthy monkeys. They use... Little red rocket. <laughs> The monkey's probably like one like uh, Jason Behe's ear, like. <laughs> it's actually the the actual truth is is on par with that. They had a female one of the female monkeys that they used. She was in heat, and the trainer said the first male that she sees, she's going to bond with. So let, we have I have an idea. Let's get Jason Behe in here, and she's going to bond with him, and then it's going to work. So the monkey the monkey bonded with Jason Behe for for a bunch of these scenes because a male monkey wouldn't like cuddle up to him. Right. So like the oh, scenes were like the so monkey's hot. sad cuz she didn't mean she really did love him. Oh, she was really in love with him. And oh. in between takes he said that like she would come and like start humping his hand and shit. It's like <laughs> 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 That breaks my heart for that little monkey. And he said every now and then like in, like in between shooting the monkey would be like 
staring at him and he'd be <laughs> like okay yeah i know that's the horny look yeah <laughs> oh, man. Like, my, mon- my monkey uh my monkey quick so horny <laughs> oh, so this this ba- next ba- one so horny this next piece of trivia upsets me a little bit I have to jesse say. didn't read this so no. i'm excited um in the final fight scene between ella and jason the corpse of ella that is shown sliding across the floor is actually a real dead cat Oh, so they killed the cat for it, huh? The dead cat actually had a white coat that required the special effects crew to spray it black to match the monkey's fur. Mm. The cat's ears were also cut off using hedge clippers to maintain the illusion of a monkey's physique. God forbid they just get a stuffed animal. I you know. know. No, let's they get a said, dead Well, cat. they said later, we'd, for practical effects, they would just take a like a, a, a hollow like monkey carcass and then just put like bag, like uh, bean bags in it to like give the effect of like weight when it fell to the ground. These people just don't know that like stuffed animals exist out there. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> apparently at that time in 1988, that's what they got a They're dead like, cat we, in the mail. It needs to be realistic. They didn't actually kill a cat. They got a dead cat in the mail. I'm just telling you, Toys R Us, they were just, <laughs> they were a rare thing then. <laughs> Uh, so the original ending of the film did not include uh, in the monkey surgery sca- jump scare, but instead end it with Dean Burbage revealing that he has a fridge full of Fisher serum and that he had already begun experimenting on a new batch of monkeys. So that was the original ending. That's lame as There's, shit. Yeah, basically when they when the van pulls out from the hospital when he when she picks him up, um, uh, Stephen Root's uh, Dean Burbage's car is pulling through the uh, animal rights activists and he's pulling up to the same door that uh, Fisher was at. Yeah. And then he gets hit in the head with a like a rock or something, and his head starts bleeding. And he's like yelling at them, like in a temper tantrum, like like oh, uh, like the anger Al- that like Alan, Alan was mm. like Alan. So he goes into the lab, he opens up the, re- the refrigerator, and here's like all the serum like stocked to the gills, and like a monkey jumps on his back, and he, like he's he's getting ready to like inject the monkey, and he like turns to the, it's like a really cool like it's definitely a classic Romero shot of like he like looks towards the camera and like sneers. As he's like, I'll show them, I'll get them, every one of them. And he's like preparing a, a vial of it. Huh. And like it fades out on him, like looking really fucking demented. You have to watch it after this. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking cool. Yeah, we'll have to watch it. Um, it's interesting. I guess they took that out. I don't know why. Uh, let's see. The original, the original ending was cut from the film as a result of several t- test screenings. The studio decided that the test audiences must have been referring to the Burbage scene and therefore forced George Romero to reshoot the ending as it appears in the final film. Romero believes having to reshoot the ending resulted in him losing the directing spot for Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Mm. Maybe. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. That's what he said. Yeah. That's what this Romero direct, believes. That's a, that's so a direct hold on. thing from they, Romero. They made him reshoot what? I'm so I'm still confused. To change it from that ending to what we right. know in the movie. Which I don't understand the- how, I guess, like, they did, I guess, use another practical effects monkey for that shot. Um, well, here's the thing. There, I, would want to, I was going to save this for later, but the scene where, in the very beginning, where Fisher pulls the brain out mm-hmm. of the live specimen jar, mm-hmm. there was a whole extra scene shot of then they casted a woman who was getting open brain surgery so like she was like in a surgical ward they had a band across her head with wires going to like hide the appliance and then like like half of her skull was pulled open and then like an exposed brain part and and uh greg nicotero was the surgeon performing the surgery and like he triggers a memory or he's doing something to her brain and she screams and then it's the shot of fisher like with the brain and then at the very end and all of this was filmed mm. Uh, at the very end, where where he, I guess he's dreaming, he's having the nightmare of the surgery that he's supposed to have again towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's Alan Mann again with the same band and the same. He's having he's having brain surgery, and then he has a nightmare and he wakes up and like uh, uh, Melanie's there and he's like, oh no, you had the back surgery, everything's fine, everything's good. And so there's supposed to be like this 
I guess uh, earlier call back to this whole brain see, surgery scene. That's what George Romero wanted to do. All of that was cut. Oh shit! The opening and they casted somebody. There was somebody, and there's if you watch the uh, the making of, like they had all that footage still. They showed the they showed the woman. They showed the practical effects, and there's an exposed hmm. brain and everything. And like and now in the original and now in the movie that actually was shown, like he just has a brain. Mm. Yeah, all right. Because I was wondering so, where did he get this. They, well, he yeah. he mentions very briefly. It's just like a one one comment, like "Oh, like this person died and donated their brain mm. or whatever." Right. So mm. huh. that's cool. That's yeah. So that's I guess there was a lot of editing involved, and I guess you know, you know stuff like that like takes weeks to line up. So I guess that that just threw him off the schedule. That's what he says in his in, in the interview. So yeah, that yeah. is interesting. Yeah, the stars right. didn't align. So let's get into this. The touches didn't align. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, so first the movie when the movie starts to give you like a little, like little thing graphic. It's really cool. Yeah, Again, really cool graphic. Well, the background oh, the, first oh, the yeah, background the info hands. on tra- the training of the kombucha monkeys, um, and then it says like no monkeys were harmed in the making. Of the right, movie, there was blah, a, blah, blah. there's a real organization called Helping Hands that actually was very popular at the time that actually used monkeys to help quadriplegics. Mm-hmm. It's all true. Yeah, and it says um, although some sequences may appear traumatic, no monkeys were harmed in any way. Just in case you're worried. And then the paraplegics were like, but what about the offensive taglines? Oh! (laughs) I'm still going to go see the movie, but I'm not going to like it. (laughs) And and next is what you were referring to, John, with the the red image of the monkey flashing onto the screen, then like alternating with the title. It is is really good. I love it. I love that little face. I like like when movies like... It's like this. I'm adorable, but I'm red. Yeah. (laughs) You're not supposed to like me. It's like um, it it has that same feeling as like the intro to... to uh, Tales from the Dark Side, with, mm-hmm. like the negative. Yeah, it's like yes. a, it's like a nice thing, but then they just switch it a little, right? You know? And it makes it well, crazy. it's like the intro from Tales of the Dark Side too. That's what I meant. That, that's what yeah. that's what I said. Yeah, Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> what did I say? Did you I? Said I it. Yeah, you, you said, said it. it. I, I, yeah. I was like, um, what is happening? Did I not say that? Because sometimes I say things that I did not think I said. So the movie opens on just like a street of houses and zooms into. Jesse and Steph's one, future row home with a secret garden. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait! Um, and you see a guy sits sitting up in bed, and then he like reaches over and he's snuggling with like a naked chick. And no. they, like it's so funny how she's just posed so perfectly. The blanket is like laid. Exactly. So you can see, see her like butt cheek. Yeah. Just the one. Just this, the one cheek. If you're familiar with like any of George Romero's other movies, he's definitely like taking a step towards trying to be. I mean, John said that like they cut some of his stuff that looks like more of his like other previous work, but he's definitely like some what's in this movie. You can get hints of his other work, but he's definitely trying to be more Hollywood in this, like to get a bigger like shot at something else, I guess, Um, to break through, I guess, maybe to get more work for himself, which isn't a bad thing. But like that scene in particular is framed in a very certain, in a very perfect way with like her ass Mm -hmm. is perfectly draped over the sheets and he comes over and he's like rubbing her ass. Can we just talk about how (laughs) fucking disgusting morning sex is, by the way, they're always like in movies, they always want to always have sex. They want to portray how morning sex is like the best. Like a guy will go over and just start viciously making out with a girl. Like not that this happens in the movie, but like in movies, this happens. Like, yeah, like a guy will roll over a woman and the woman will look perfect and then he'll just start lip locking on her when in reality you roll a woman over and she breathes on your <laughs> and, and her breath like will smell like she's been licking a tooch all night and then and your like, stick your stick goes inverted yeah. yeah this is what you do with morning sex you roll the woman over you put a pillow over her face and then you just ram it in that's what you do but you don't you don't 
you don't let the breath hit you. Well, you know, you know men also have disgusting morning. Oh breath. yeah, I'm not saying it's just the guy. Oh, okay. First okay. off, well, what I do is I just I grab Steph's face and I smash in the pool I and I just stop I can't, it. and I arch your ass up right now. Stop I can't. <laughs> I can't speak for other men, but I'm the most gaseous in the morning. So oh my god, sex would just unlock all of that. <laughs> just like all the flatulence just just like, coming out. Well, yeah, movies movies are funny like that. <laughs> Come here, baby. Let me just. <laughs> And they start viciously. Well, it's just like women go to bed with like a full face of makeup too. No. Like that doesn't happen. Like, yeah. I mean, it might happen if you're really drunk. I mean, well, I if you date, if you date a really high maintenance basic bitch, she may put makeup on before bed. But yeah. well, yeah, but then you wake up with pimples. Who wants to do that? Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. So, but back to it. But Alan. Oh, so I guess Alan went to sleep naked, and she went to sleep naked. Well, because they banged. But it's real convenient. I mean, you know. It's real convenient for Alan, though, because he's got to do nothing because he's ready to get into his exercise routine, guys. <laughs> Nude stretches. I uh, I question the legitimacy of this scene because why couldn't you just show him stretching in his exercise gear right I, before no, he runs? I'm, t- I'm on board because... I mean, I mean it's, no, it works. He's a nice I'm just, bo- I'm but just he's, saying. But he has a nice body because, yeah. you know, it's a bit different if like a fat guy. George Romero's like, I want to see that ass as much as possible. He has a very muscular ass. Yeah. It does. Well, I mean, here's the thing, though, guys. <laughs> They're trying to cement the idea that he's at the top of his physique exactly. before the he's accident. He's an athlete. Right. When you, athlete. when you, I mean, I don't know if you guys know anything about stretching, but I'm going to school you. When you, when you want to get a perfect stretch in, you want the scrotes in full contact with your workout <laughs> mat, so you know you get the full grundle extension. Well, what he's doing <laughs> is like a- when he when he flexes his gooch, it's like a it's like a glistening bicep. It's like a, it's he's like, doing he's doing Kegel exercises for two for his tooch. Yeah. He wants that too much. Yeah, oh his, my he, God. He, it is. He's, he's like, basically what he is is he's like a cat, and he's like cats sit and they sit down, they put their assholes on everything. Yeah, he's putting his asshole on everything. Well, I mean, yeah, he's doing, I mean, he's it's doing, tooch on everything. He's doing a positive and negative pressure test <laughs> on <Yeah>. his tooch. <laughs> but for a man, right, dude, that's not. I mean, maybe, I feel like a woman could get away with that easier than a than a man could because your ball sack, yeah. is hitting stuff well, that I don't know, you man. don't women want hitting have, stuff. Women who have large breasts that would be very problematic when you're trying to stretch naked. Yeah. Or, or, you know? or women that they have would. like they would get in the way. Or, or women that have like really big like roast beef cartons <laughs> that, that are just dragging all over the floor like a like a Swiffer, uh, like a Swiffer um curtain. Okay, basically what yeah. we're saying is, guys, put some clothes on. Yeah, when you stretch. <laughs> I don't know. Nude yoga is a thing, so whatever. I know. And then we get what Gone of the Wind music, and then he's running. Well, hold on. Well, this very much feels like at, at certain parts in this movie, it feels like a lifetime movie. Like the it music, does, yes. right? Yeah. This this music choice, I don't know. He's like, got his backpack with all the bricks. Okay, well, in he does. Yeah, he, he puts, up his backpack. Yeah. He waits he, his backpack. He puts wrist and ankle weights on, and he's yep. got full sweat pants, yes. sw- sweat gear on, uh-huh. like sweat sweatshirt. Hold <laughs> this sweatshirt, which Steph loves. I love and no, sweatpants. I don't love them at all. Don't wear and, them. Yeah, and high tops. Yeah, <laughs> and this is the best because he's just like jogging and high fiving well, random I people. I mean, he oh. is obviously the nicest guy. They yeah, want you to right. know he is so. Everyone loves him. He's so nice. Only thing I was thinking of, like this dude's got stamina. He was probably just pounding the shit out of that chick's vajay vaj- vaj- That's why she didn't wake up when he got up because I was know just she was exhausted because he was probably just like ah oh. <laughs> for like three hours She's like, like are you yeah. done yet my <laughs> quigs are so sore like it was probably her quig was probably scabbed over yeah in the morning it was probably she's, she's got like uh she's got like uh she's got a, she's got another hymen <laughs> it grew back because <laughs> oh her vagina is like no more she's got calluses inside of her uh, quigs yeah probably i mean it has to man um yeah so then as he's running she's gonna go to the freaking guy and the doctor's gonna be like what happened to you 
Were you gang raped? Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> the guy knows going to be like a piece of sandpaper. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's got to get these calluses down. <laughs> he's like, I need, to, I need to get my goddamn, uh, my sander out of the goddamn <laughs> belt sander. Yeah. Oh my God. We need to get this quake back in working order. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, it's so rough. <laughs> Is this fingernail that you got growing out of here? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like let me see the dude joke why oh my god he went you tooch too <laughs> you gotta split it up 50 50 tooch and quigs yeah you gotta let him have one or the other so the other one has time to heal oh my god. you can't let him have both <laughs> <laughs> he just completely decimated you, honey. You're no good. <laughs> Your whole everything down there is garbage now. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh. There's only so much I can do. Modern medicine has only come so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to send you to a plastic surgeon. We're gonna have to do a, a labiotomy. <laughs> <laughs> they take a transplant from Melissa, from uh, Melissa McCarthy's labia. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank God I have this woman who just has an <laughs> enormous labia. <laughs> <laughs> she, she donates to women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of locks for love? It's like that. Labia's for love. <laughs> Uh, Steph's, Steph's just sitting here like when is this gonna end uh, right. so anyway uh, he's jogging the dog distracts him a giant German shepherd and a truck hits him but the truck doesn't look like it's driving that fast no. right and it's, first of all I don't even know how it happens because he's like on the sidewalk and then suddenly he's in the that, middle of the that street. truck's pulling into the driveway no, it's in the it's street. Just, it's uh, just he, awkwardly yeah, edited. It's, it's like the, it is really awkward. The shot of the truck is just the headlight coming forward, well, see, like yeah, two feet. See, yeah. John edits gifts now, and right. John's like, John. <laughs> John, let me tell you, I would have shot that scene differently if I had done it. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. So he right. You just see the bus. He, this is our first Frobogan moment of the oh, movie. Oh, this is totally he the fucking corkscrews like a like, like an ice, ice skater. Yes, I was gonna say like a figure skater. And beautiful form or dolphin and it's like ga- it's like gauge in pet cemetery moment that's what right. it reminds me of yeah. instead of the shoe it's like him going up and then here. judd runs out from my house and he's like i told him not to pack so many bricks in that damn ll bean backpack <laughs> when he's running down the goddamn road <laughs> right so then you see he gets hit he f- corkscrews you see bricks flying in the air and then one solitary brick falls it's to like the ground a, and it's smashes. It's like a charcoal brick too. What the what, black brick or some shit? It's like a well, you're colorblind. It wasn't. It was, uh, a, it was a dark red brick. <laughs> it is true. I am colorblind. <laughs> Why was he packing bricks of Oreos? I don't understand. <laughs> so then, this is when the Tooch comes in, oh, and the, the, the Tooch is like, "Is that Donald Sutherland? Because damn, that's a hairy ass." <laughs> Yeah, so he's at the hospital and he's being prepped for surgery, and the tooch comes in, um, and then it, like, so he's having surgery on his back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it cuts to like pictures of him, right, like winning a race, uh, pictures of him with his family, with his medals, and you realize like this was his life, yeah. no more. And this is um, the tooch is like anterior C spine number five. Uh, he has a, he has, it's all, it's all fucked up there. So they cut his back, but when they cut his back stuff, they, where do they cut it? They cut his back posterior in his thoracic spine. Right. 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 No, no near his neck. They Sh- didn't even Shen-na-na. try no. in this movie. They weren't like, let's look at like what, let's learn anatomy. George no. Romero's like, guys, let me tell you something about people. 
They're fucking stupid. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You could have cut the guy's leg and people would have been like, okay. You could have cut the guy's like ass cheek open and, and the general public would have been like, yeah. Yep. Okay. That's the neck. <laughs> yep. I had a patient come in one time and point at his bicep and he's like, I'm having really bad abdominal pain. I swear to God, this is not even me joking around. Rubbing his bicep telling me he's having abdominal pain. Yeah. And people I, have no idea. And I was just like. The system has failed. Oh, well, it's like the woman who thought her vagina was connected to her oh, yeah, digestive hap- system. Oh, yeah, that happened to me as well. People don't know. The woman told me that she thought excrement was going to come out of her vagina because she thought that both things- It was all connected. That the reproductive system and- Yeah. Yeah. It was all it's, connected. It's sad. And I, was I mean, just, we're not even making fun of This is sad. And I was just know. like, no, they're all separate. That's not going to happen. That's Unless you have some kind of defect, that's not possible. It doesn't work that way. Because you don't poop out a baby. Yeah. FYI. Yep. Okay. John has nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just in disbelief. Yeah. Don't be, John. Uh, it's all true. right. So then it cuts to his house or whatever, and you have a bunch of people standing around waiting for Alan because he's coming home from the hospital after the surgery. And I guess some time has elapsed. Do we mention his thick beard? Oh, he does have a well, epic beard. Well, before he gets home, though, the coach and the mom are talking about him like he's like fucking 20 years old or something like that. Right. Well, he's in law school, which we find out. Yeah. And he's his. Yeah, he's some kind of athlete, like Steph he's said. A he's a runner. Yeah, yeah he's a runner. And you, you, we know he, we find out he's in law school because his professor, his professors are there, and his mother introduces the professor yeah. to Tooch, and to like, Tooch, right? And she the, says, "This is his professor at law school." That's how we find out. Well, and when he comes home, like John said, you know it's been a while because he now has like pubes glued to his face. His beard is so strange. It is an it's awkward like blonde and straight. It's so weird. It's a weird beard. Yeah. I mean, listen, not every man can grow like a nice beard. Yeah, it's his just, is an awkwardly patchy beard. Yeah, it's like I'm, when a guy. It is a real beard though, because oh, you is. can tell it's weird. No, it's, it's, but like, it's just but it's, like it doesn't match his hair color. It's so strange. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that happens because we got people with ginger beards. And then you find out hair. that Linda didn't visit him um, when he was in the hospital because right. she follows Steph's policy, which is no disfigurement <laughs> or loss of erectile function. <laughs> <laughs> Once you lose any of those two things in Steph's Audi five thousand, I think she was just waiting for her hymen to heal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, time. she's like, it took me four months to get that thing back. And for the labia well, from the elasticity of my vagina is finally back. I had to get on Melissa Carthy's uh, donation list. Thank God. Well, it's like she she like you just immediately dislike her, too, because she goes up to the bathroom and she's like sneakily packing away her like well, there's robe a, and stuff. There's a very telling, awkward exchange between her and Tooch. Yeah. And she's like, I got to go. Alan's going to be here soon. Well, what about the weird scene when she goes to get him a scotch and the nurse comes in and she's like, we don't give him ice. He's not allowed to have ice. I think that was that, that was to show that this nurse is going to be a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Coming up. Controlling. So put the put it in uh, the sippy cup appa- and water it down. Apparently, when you're a paraplegic, you're not allowed to have ice. So if we have any paraplegic listeners, let me know. Are you allowed to have ice? I want to know if the the legitimacy of the claims. Wouldn't they have given him like a colostomy bag and stuff like that? Yeah. You would have have to. Which obviously isn't covered in the movie. I guess they probably would have been awkward. But yeah, because yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't be continued. You, you, right you would you would need that. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. You need mm. poopy diapers. I just don't understand where the why the ice and the alcohol. No. So Linda calls. Jeffrey, who's busy transporting live human <laughs> tissue, a.k.a. human brain. Right. Not very delicately, by the way. And he just slaps it on the fucking table and he freezes it and he makes a Snoopy snow cone with it. <laughs> and he gives really sciencey stuff going mm-hmm. on. Makes some kind of bullshit shot with it. Um, like, a, I mean, like, a, well, you know, he's, like you know he's doing chemistry. 
because they have that little setup where there's a liquid boiling and then a beaker. I, just, I call it from the rest of the movie, I just call it a reagent because that's what it looks like. It looks like reanimated reagent. It's like <laughs> green or yellow, some kind of piss colored shit. Yeah, and it's he, some, some serum, something he, or other. He gives the monkey the shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which also, I want to say that he makes it look super easy to inject these monkeys by himself. He just, he just scruffs them. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's a little bit of, more difficult, I would think, than... Let me tell you oh, something. They're, they're, Steph puts soft paws on our cat, which are like <laughs> these covers for the cat's nails that you just have, you have to put glue in them, and then you slide them over the cat's nails. That shit is way more intense <laughs> than the way he has to give a shot to yeah. a monkey. And I, I guarantee you, giving a shot to a monkey is probably a lot more so difficult. So what would you have to do? Pin the cat down or something? Well, you have to like... I, I mean, hug them. I hug them in my lap and I have to... You have to hold them and then you have to push the nail out and slide... Put put the glue-filled cap on it. The and cat is not resisting at all. My cats... Well, it's just the two of them I do that are good. The other two would bite the shit out of me. Mm. No, they don't enjoy it. Ollie hisses at me sometimes. <laughs> He's such a jerk. He sits there. But they're good cats, those uh, two. But no, I mean, it's not... Giving an intramuscular injection is a little bit more difficult. He just makes it look easy. He's by himself, just one-handed, just... Well, he's a, he's a poor man's George Costanza. Monkeys, I know the Why monkeys are all, trained, but... He is know. a poor man's George Costanza. Why is there yeah. always a poor man's George Costanza in all these movies? It's like, it is like the summation of yeah. every 80s movie. It's like, where's our 80... Where's our poor man's George Costanza? Oh, and they wanted this guy really... George Romero saw him in another movie, and he was like, oh, uh, To Live and Die in L.A. He was in To Live and Die in L.A. He's like, since I saw the movie, I needed the oh. pan cow. I needed the pan cow in my film. I, but he's great to, in this to movie. To Live and Die in L.A. is awesome, if you've never seen that movie. And the soundtrack... Oh, we yeah, we watched it on Wang Chung? Right? Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, George Romero was, had a heart-on for this dude being in this movie. Yeah. If, from, from the get-go. Hmm. Wang Chung, get the soundtrack. Yeah. It's the bomb digs. Um, so anyway, Jeffrey goes to visit Alan, who is pretty sure that Linda's leaving him. And then Alan, this best line ever. If she leaves you now, fuck her. And Alan's like, I can't. Oh, <laughs> the sticks. The, the sticks doesn't work anymore. It's so corny. Yeah, Alan's a real Debbie D. He is, but, but his whole life has. But I mean, like you were changed. an athlete, and now you're. I know, yeah, but, but like now you can't even you can't move anything but your head. I mean, I get it, but like. Why do you got to say like this, the corny, like yeah. those lines are corny. Yeah, they are corny. If she leaves I feel you. like I would say something like that, though. Exactly. Like, Yo, fuck her. I'd be like, uh, I can't. Exactly, yeah. John. <laughs> and you just prove my point. Oh, uh, and this is the next scene. He's, he's, <laughs> the next scene, he's watching old home movies with his mom. Oh, right. no, no, this it's is just, fucking awkward. It is because his mom's trying to cheer him up by showing him videos of him as a child in running fl- around it running around right. in like the prime of his life. Right. Like when the world was his oyster and he was going to fuck the oyster's ass. Right. And now he's like sitting there a cripple. Yes. With he's just like a piece of shit <laughs> and he's like worthless. And he's got, and he's got I know, nothing. And it's, she's, yeah. Well, I guess her intentions. Remember, are good. you wouldn't wear that costume. You wanted to be Robbie the robot. And then he's like, another, like just after he said that other corny line. Then you're like, here's another corny line for you. Guess I got my wish. And then he goes like this, rolls out of the room really slow. And George Morris like, hold it, hold it, hold it, and cut. We got it. Yeah! <laughs> you fucking love that scene so much. Well, and then this is also when we see the parakeet for the first time, right? The parakeet flies in, and we yeah. know the nurse, Marianne, she has a parakeet. She's a fucking bitch, this woman. I know, Jesse hated her. She is, she's a bitch because she is hired help, and she comes into his house and tells yeah. him shit. You can't, no. Yeah. Like, first of all, you're a nurse. That's your job. You're paid help. You don't bring in a fucking parakeet and tell the people that you're working for how shit goes down. No, they fucking tell you yeah. how shit's going to be. This is how it works. Unless it's a medical thing, but other than that, like, you're the caretaker. Yeah. Right, exactly. 
Well, this is when I know this is when Milton comes into the picture now. Right. So Jeffrey goes just with the lab, and we see people outside spray painting because they're against animal testing. They're like, I don't like that tagline you made for the movie, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes and he meets with Milton. Yeah, Milton's like, Have you seen my stapler? I'm gonna burn this but, place down. Yeah, if it's not the Milton character, he's always like a smug character in like oh, every single fucking yeah, movie. He's yeah, always. I mean, pretty much he is. Yeah. It's like he's good at it. I guess he has the face for it. He does. Like, can break yeah. conniving. You yeah. want to punch him in the fucking face? Oh, in this movie, oh my god, yeah. His eyes and his delivery. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, he he's like wants to know what progress Jeffrey's. Yeah. Making. When is Fisher yeah. going to produce? Yeah. And this is the best part. And then guys. you get an exchange. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. The exchange. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't do the exchange. Go ahead. No, no, I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't get it either. No, go ahead. Go. Okay, then we're just going to the next scene. Yes, next scene. <laughs> Alan tries to kill himself like Robin Williams. No, wait, we skipped. Oh, but we skipped over like he when when um Jeffrey goes back to the monkeys right, and he injects her again, and he's like, "This is when he's talking about trying to make her smarter," and he's like, "Maybe right. maybe these other goons are holding you back." Oh yeah. Maybe I gotta get you out of here. And then this is where he's formulating a plan. Well, they all, right? I was going to say, they also say that like uh, uh, Dean Burbage or whatever, he's like, Burbage. All, he's also experimenting on animals, but, but he, his methods are way more. Right. Because he basically intrusive. kills them all and cuts right. them open. Yeah. Right. He just puts, which you find out, you see like, his lab later. He puts yeah. mice in like water and watches them swim. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah, that upset me. It focus, he's like, he's it like, focuses the rodent's mind. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like the Nazi scientist exactly. of like animal yeah. testing. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, Burbage, why do you have that big old thing of Vaseline and tissues next to it? Burbage? Are you whacking it watching these little creatures die? And he's like, not at all. I just have really chapped lips and I sneeze a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So then then is when Jeffrey finds Alan, right? He goes to his house and he finds that he tried to kill himself. And he's like, no, I just read the newspaper and Robin Williams did this last week. You can't do this too. So he's only got (laughs) he's only got the use of his head. So he puts a plastic bag over his head somehow. He didn't even this was the worst attempted suffocation. No, this was him. This was him, guys. Imagine yourself all right. He he was in a closet, and you know those little plastic covers that cover like you know when like you get a dress dry, or dry, 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 dry cleaner, yeah. right? Yeah, just put that over your head and breathe in once, so the plastic goes in your mouth. That was his face. Yeah, he had nothing around his neck. This was him, and he was like, right. "Oh my god!" And you wouldn't die like that. You would just be like maybe like a little out of breath, but you wouldn't die. Uh you could asphyxiate yourself. It would take a very long time. Yeah, but you could, I don't know. It because was weird. Because remember, he's not, gonna, he's not going to thrash like a human right. that has their full use of their body is going to thrash. Yeah. yeah, you need to like, but you need to be tighter. I would I rather, know. I would rather like get a pool of water going and then tip over my fucking chair and hope I land face first and fucking drown myself. If I was him, I would have got my hover around and I would have drove it off a bridge. <laughs> uh, he, he can't get out of his house. <laughs> Well, no, he can get out of his house. He's yeah. got an automated system in his house. He can say number eleven. Oh, that's right. Oh, number eleven. 11. 11. No seven. No eleven. Yeah, I would have just. I would have <laughs> jumped that shit off like a bridge, like yeah. and did like a Fred Bogan. Well, you first you have to blow into it, so he's like, yeah. So, and then the next scene that he's at the hospital, and why? Why is the tooch treating him for this? The tooch treats everything. It doesn't make sense. He's your surgeon. He is not your general no, practitioner doctor. He is not your psychologist. He's not yeah, anything. You right. wouldn't see him. No, the one. But didn't you see when they went in the the what? hospital? 
The hospital was called the Tooch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was called the Tooch. Oh, and then this and is the place. And he, and he and says the, and the and entrance was like a really hairy like entryway, and it went deet, and the doors it was opened like a up. Sphincter. Yeah, it was like a sphincter, and they went inside. It was like a hairy like doorway. A portal and, in Alan a goes, and Alan goes, "Man, this place is full of assholes." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it was real stinky. And his and uh, Alan's mom is there, and this is basically when the Tooch is like, "You need to go home because you're making this whole situation." Which worse. is the best advice he probably could have given. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Because if I was trapped in that situation with my mother, I would have fucking killed myself. Yeah. <laughs> Probably at the party. Well, you missed the part when he sees Linda. Jeffrey. Je- uh, Fisher sees. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Fisher sees. Well, that's uh, after, right. That, that's after yeah. this because that's when Jeffrey shows up and he's talking to the tooch. Oh, right, right, And right. then Linda, she walks down he's the like, hallway. He's like, what are you doing here? You didn't know about this. And she's like, I came to get my stigs. Yeah. And he's like, hold on. Why, why are you petting the tooch's tooch? Uh, and this is when uh, he oh oh you clinical cunt yeah I was gonna say that's the best line yeah you you clinical cunt he's like what's the what's the, what's the diagnosis here and he says like a bunch of things it would be yeah, a clinical asshole syndrome yeah um and then now we meet Melanie for the first time she is the monkey trainer Jeffrey um, goes to visit her yeah yeah because he wants to talk to talk to her about uh getting a monkey for Alan and, and um, she's like this is her this is her hmm he's like can you train my monkey hmm don't know if i got the time i mean you don't have to pay me it's just if i could get the time to fit it in with my other monkeys hmm can i do it yeah come come on let's go <laughs> yeah this, like, it doesn't take much <laughs> right? let me just hold on i have 50 other monkeys in this facility yeah let's go right now drop all my other responsibilities yeah. well, because he says he's going to supply the monkey and she's working on grant money so i guess it's a pretty sweet deal for so, her so they deliver the monkey that yeah. night little ella and there's a, there's a little fast forwarding in time here because you assume that they're training the monkey. Right. They're training Ella for a very long time. Right. And it's, they, a, it's like a montage. It's like right. a monkey montage. Yeah. And basically the monkey is becoming a slave. It doesn't know it, but it's becoming a slave. The monkey's like, working for the man all night and day, scrubbing his poop stains from the toilet away. <laughs> they're getting the monkey to do all the shit oh my god i love this scene though like okay so he's well, brushing his hair when they first show up though when they first show up at alan's um that was she immediately runs over to the parakeet cage so you know mm. at some point there's gonna be a showdown between her and the parakeet right um, and the nurse is immediately pissed well, off like, freaking out she looks yeah. at the monkey i mean she looks at the bird she's like you gonna be dead i do love this scene though because she's running around and she's just like pushing buttons and shit like a, like a monkey would i guess right, right? like oh like look at all this awesome how does this new, work new stuff. Yeah. well she's trying to get the treats out of there yeah. And, he, Smart. and she's like, I got to put the treat dispenser on the thing for you. Yeah. That's what she's trying to get. Yeah. This, uh, can we just talk about how this wheelchair became like, it had a, it had a fucking flashlight, uh-huh. go gadget, a treat dispenser, <laughs> a fucking multi-tool, mm-hmm. uh, a quig. It had a stick <laughs> on it. I mean, it better have had a flashlight on it for him. Jesus Christ. Um, the, so the nurse immediately hates that monkey immediately, though yeah yeah um so, and they go out and they bring like the cage well, and they're bringing all these supplies i, I like in. how uh, melanie asked the nurse she's like are you alan's nurse and she's like god has given me that burden yes like yeah, she's yeah. So drama fun. queen like, she's a drama queen. this is your job you are paid to be mm-hmm. here right you need to live why in this you, house you are, it is, why are you a miserable cunt yeah. it is pretty much uh it is funny because that's how most nurses are they just hate their lives. They hate their jobs. Yeah. Then don't be a nurse. Not yeah. all, not all nurses. I'm sorry. No, if you're a nurse, you love your job. Hashtag, hashtag, not all nurses. Yeah, but, but all nurses though. <laughs> uh, and then Ella puts, she goes over and puts music on, and she starts dancing like a little trained monkey. It was really cute. Yeah, little twirling around. 
Yeah, I don't know why that nurse hates the monkey because the monkey eliminates like eighty percent of her right. job like responsibilities. Yeah. Right, because they even have her cleaning. Right, she's yeah. like cleaning. She's like dusting off like it's a like, picture. Like, she's of- a filthy creature. Yeah. Such a filthy creature. All you got to do is like fill up her treats on the thing. Now that's all yeah. like, your only responsibility. And like she changes the battery. Can we just can we just say this? The the root of this nurse's problem is the fact that she's sexually frustrated. Yeah, probably. She's not getting any. Yeah, yeah. and she has to look at his his naked. Uh, Tooch and stigs all the time, and yeah. she's not getting anything. She's right. like, "Oh my god, look at it! Look at his, look at his cock! Too bad it's worthless because I'd be riding that cock. Oh my god, that fucking cock all night." Uh. <laughs> so, so then Melanie comes, and Melanie's like, "By the way, I trained your monkey, but I'm gonna fucking shave your Grizzly Adams beard now because I want your cock." And you know what's funny about that scene is like, she's like, "I don't want how- that." She's like, "I don't want that cock." Tickling my penis, uh, my penis coffin later. I mean, why does she know how to shave a man's face with a straight razor? Every, uh, I wouldn't be doing that every, shit. I have never even held a straight that's razor. That's because you're not a real woman. <laughs> every woman should know how to. Have you ever used a straight razor? Me? Yeah. To shave your face? Yeah. Fucking bullshit. That's, I how, I used to, well, that's I, how I used to shave his eyebrows. I don't know. No, no. I, don't, I don't use the straight razor on my, on my facial hair, but I use it on my bush. Oh, my, I, use, I only use it on my skirts. Ooh, that's dangerous. So I can get it like right there. Taking this risky. We don't. Take it to the limit. Stand up on the street, raises it. <laughs> I use oh it on my God. grundle too. Oh, boy! I make sure I flex it though. <clears throat> and then, no, and then she she cuts him accidentally, and like right. there's a little part where Ella's like, "Oh, Ella loses <laughs> her mind." Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think she's gonna like lick it and go like. Well, we skipped over real quick. We did skip over the part where Ella like. Alan's Ella, reading Ella, and he takes Ella. all she takes like the book away from him. She turns like, all the lights out and she goes and she hugs him and puts her little monkey face on his shoulder. It's mm. so cute. Yeah, there's supposed to be some weird like romance between Ella. Well, and for Alan. her, sure. At this yeah. point, yeah, like he doesn't seem to have any connection. Well, yet, this is when. Well, the, well, no, like this is when she's like, um, this is when uh, he's basically Alan's like, you don't understand. Uh, I don't think you can understand. She's really making me like come around. Um, going to go back to school now, and this, yeah. and this is basically going to be like a teen comedy. <laughs> some gonna, of these scenes, I'm, I'm like, going to go back to school, especially yeah. especially that Ella serenading scene. Like, uh, some of that makes more sense if they had kept that brain shit yeah. in the beginning of the movie. You knew the brain tissue that she's injected with came from a woman, mm. yeah. Um, because they do mention that very briefly that it was from a woman patient, right? But I'm sure it goes in in one ear out the other. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't this think about it too much. This like this part seems like it could be like the makings of like a like a teen comedy. Oh, though. What, like the scene where he's on campus. Yeah, he like he's yeah. going to the campus. He's got a monkey. It's very sitcom. And he's yeah. like, and these kids are like, oh man, yeah, what's up, Alan? What's that? And he's yeah. like, this is my girlfriend. Oh shit, Alan, is your girlfriend? Yeah, it's a monkey. It's my girlfriend. Let me go into class right now. Oh, and they're gonna ask me the questions, and my monkey's gonna raise their hands. Oh, I'm gonna get the right answer. Yeah, my monkey. It's yeah. the best. <laughs> Let's get like a freeze frame at the end of it. Like, I guess he knows the. Guess she knows the answer. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and, and then, then like a like a laugh track, laugh track yeah. yeah, and then hilarity ensues. Uh-huh. <laughs> what kind of mischief can we get to on campus? And then the next scene, they're going fishing, and um, Alan's um, Alan's uh, hover around like careens into the river, and he falls in like and he almost drowns. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that didn't happen. <laughs> Oh my god! But this is when you start to see that, like Melanie and him, love. yeah, yeah, him and Melanie. Some, Melanie's like, I can't move. You're dead weight. You're too heavy, well, Alan. No, I wouldn't say they're in love, but there's like a chemistry. Well, there is, yeah. There's some chemistry going on there. Yeah. She's like, I just love you up from the neck up. Well, no, she she picks up that baguette and she starts like holding it like a really big dick, and she's like, Hey, Alan. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, Why are you doing that? 
she's like, "Do you want a bite?" And she bites the top off of it like a like it's a really big dickhead. And he's she like, "She has some big chicletees." So I'm, oh my I, god, dude, she does. <laughs> she, she looks like a little chipmunk. Oh. She's like nibbling like a little chipmunk. And he's like, "Why would you bite it like that if it was supposed to be a penis?" <laughs> oh my god. He's like, I he's like, I used to be the rough one. I don't like to give up my dominance. <laughs> she's like, they used to call me the nibbler. <laughs> Your cock's gonna be nothing but a goddamn scar tissue. <laughs> it's gonna look like a woodpecker. There's gonna be boars all over your dick when I'm done with it. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> the woodpecker. You, you married this guy, not me. I did, I did. it's true. <laughs> So, okay. so Jeffrey shows up and he's looking rough. He is. He's unshaven and he's well, just crazy. Well, he doesn't sleep, first of all. We kind of yes, skip that. We, we kind of skip the fact that, yes, he does not sleep. He injects himself with mm. some red shit and he doesn't sleep. And and he tells he tells the, uh, he tells tells the Alan at one point that, like, think of all the time you missed sleeping. Like, I figured it out. And, like, you had an extra 12 years to your life cycle if you just don't, if you just don't sleep. Yeah. He's, he's like, yeah, he's, he's like, like, okay, this is this this is cool. Yeah, he's like, caffeine pills aren't good enough, so he injects himself with some random shit. Yeah. They say what it is, but it's like it's Adderall. Yeah, Adderall. It's, it's is that a, what it was? It's a progenitor. Probably. It's a progenitor to progenitor to Adderall. To Adderall. Yeah. But yeah. why is it bright Seth, red? Seth, but it's a progenitor. Though. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> he just gets first off. He just gets paler and paler throughout this yeah. entire fucking. Movie. Oh yeah, he looks like, like he looks like a zombie by the end of it. Yeah. His face looks like the yeast infection connection. What? What? Like a vagina. Oh my god. <laughs> so and this is when um so he shows up Alan and Alan's telling him about this steps <laughs> Oh what? <laughs> you say what? These Alan's telling him about the new phone system and how she can call anyone using these cards. Right. And um this is when you start to see just how intelligent she is because he tells her to call Jeffrey but she's looking at Jeffrey like He's here already. He's standing in front of me. I can't call him. And then he tells Jeffrey to go outside and as soon as he walks out the door she calls him um and he comes back in and the phone is ringing in his lab and somebody answers it mm -hmm. and it's burbage burbage right? and he's like immediately paranoid that burbage is trying to steal his research right. and all that kind of crap yeah. yeah and um and alan's like noticing like what the hell is that all about like what's going on um and uh jeffrey takes ella he's gonna go get a beer and he's like come on get a beer with me and as he's walking away did you see how rough he's being with that monkey oh, he's just like, just he's like throwing her around he's already right. rocking her around like it's so weird. Um, and he takes her in the kitchen and he injects her. And she is like... That's pissed. She freaks oh out. Oh my God. She is panting and she's like, she's slamming that thing down. What is that thing? Like a little chopper or something? Like a tenderizer cutter or something. Kind of I don't thing, know yeah. what it was, but she's slamming it down and she um, she's trying to chop his fingers off. Well, yeah. he, she's, yeah. get, he, she's getting pissed and then you can see that like the connection because like Alan's getting... Real pissed now. Well, Alan too. can hear her screaming and he's like... What are you like, doing to her? Yeah, so he, starts, he starts yeah. to go into the other room. Yeah. And um, yeah, you can just basically see the connection, and then it cuts back. Well, to... Well, she bites and she bites him, right? Right, and then yeah, it cuts to the lab, and it cuts back to the lab, right? And then Fisher goes and pays a visit to the root, right. the root, yeah. And, and then he... you—that's when you see his lab, and his lab is like, but he has like a, a, a torture chamber, right? He has like a body on a table that he was doing and like a necropsy on. First of all, he's washing the blood off his hands. Did he cut that dead animal open without gloves on? Probably no. <laughs> you don't do that especially a monkey you can get diseases from monkeys because they are very closely related to humans right like well, hepatitis anyway humans don't learn stuff well anyway that bothered me especially in movies and, and this is when you see the rat in the tank swimming in the water which was an actual live rat in yeah. an actual tank yeah hopefully they got that thing out right away because that's upsetting to me as well i was gonna oh. say did that upset you stuff because okay the little rat swimming around sometimes you don't care about things unless it's a cat 
I care about rats. I'm just saying. You choose about what upsets you. <laughs> you do. Oh, whatever. You choose. You're very selective. Yeah. And this is when he says the fear of drowning concentrates the rodent mind. I mean, rodents are very, they could swim. They're very smart. Uh, yeah, mean, but there was no way to get out. I mean, eventually he would tire himself I know, but, but I'm just saying rats are good swimmers. Yeah. They can swim very well. Remember that we saw that dead rat last week? Oh, God, that was a big rat. We went for a walk Jesus, in fuck. our neighborhood, and there was a dead, giant dead rat smushed on the sidewalk. And I'm saying, I'm sure. And when I say rat, I'm saying rat. It like, was, it wasn't a mouse. It was huge. It was a fucking Godzilla rat. Yeah. Smushed. And I don't know how, how it got smushed on where it sidewalk. was. On the sidewalk, yeah. It was weird. It was fucking enormous, dude. <laughs> e fucking enormous. I was like, holy shit. I mean, you know, rats are around, but like, in Philadelphia, you don't well, see them that often. Well, they you say, know? um, they say, like, when you're in a city, like, you're never more than a, like 30 feet. From oh, I a believe rat. it. One yeah. ran past me, like, but one morning I was walking to work down, down, Center I city. can just tell you right now, if I saw that size of a rat in our fucking apartment, I told Steph, if I walked in the apartment and saw a rat like that, I would have closed the door and I would say, Stat, Steph, a rat. Lives in our apartment now. We don't. We don't live there. We don't. We don't live there anymore. It, it owns the cats. It owns everything. <laughs> uh, I would say, Steph, we we moved. Yeah. <laughs> because I would fucking be terrified if I saw. Because I'm telling you right now, I've had I've had pet rats in my life, but the rat we saw was about three times the size of a, pet, a pet rat, rat. that yeah. I've had. Yeah. It was fucking enormous. And, yeah. I, and I've seen rats like when you take the L, you see rats like down and the things like running yeah. and stuff like that. And that's well, they're far away, so it's different. You don't get a real good gauge of their size. When we saw that guy on the we sidewalk, right past I was it, yeah. like, good fuck. Fucking God, I can't imagine if I saw one of them running around no, our apartment. I would I lose my fucking mind. We I think f- the cats would be afraid of it. Do you <laughs> know their gestation period? It's really short. Yeah. It's like 20, why 21 days or something like that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Mice, they're they're mice heat too. every like three days, oh, right? Oh yeah, mice yeah. too. I mean, well, no, they're, you know, as soon as they can, they have their babies, they can, they can basically yeah. breed again. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, mice too. I'm all rodents. It's crazy. Graveyard yeah. shift. Yeah. Yeah. Best movie ever. I love your movie. Okay. <laughs> And that was Stephen King. It was, yeah. It, that was a, um, but I don't know. I mean, that 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 was a Stephen. King, that was a short collection of short stories. I don't, yeah, know what story that was based on in that I movie. I'm really confused on that movie. Um, so this is when Nurse and, and Alan have a really big knockout. Oh, there's a really good line between that. Jeff Jeffrey says to um, Burbage, he's like, "You really are a sadist, aren't you?" And Milton's like, "No, I'm a realist." <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Which yeah. makes more sense if they kept the original ending, but they didn't. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then Nurse McBitchface comes in and calls. She calls Alan a young man. Yeah, and I'm like, bitch, he's the same age as you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I definitely no, believe she like was in her like fifties, probably right? Well, forties, late forties. Hard to say, really. And he, this part's funny because anger loses, anger adds a few years. He loses his shit on her. He's like basically he complains that she doesn't do anything around the house. And but he keeps saying we. Yeah, he's like we we we. She's like, what are you talking about? We we we. He's like me and Ella. You don't do nothing around here. She's but like, complain. Oh, there it is, guys, yeah. right there. I got gotcha, you, bitch. How funny is this fucking I scene gotcha. coming up with the bird? Well, with the bird, yeah. When he's like the bird's attacking his face. Why would that bird attack his face like that? It wouldn't. Is this like movie The Birds? I know. All of a sudden. So and, and he's freaking out because he can't do anything to shoot away. Did he have right. bird seed on his face, or like some kind of like? So he's freaking out. The monkey's freaking out. Suet. I think he had, he had suet, suet on his he lips. He probably did have suet on his lips. Yeah. And then Marianne comes in, and she basically like almost knocks him out of the bed. Marianne! Yeah. Yeah, he almost falls out of the yeah. bed. Oh my god! Uh, and his bare asses. She tries to grab him by like his, and rips his, his clothes. And George Romero's like, I gotta see his bare ass one more time, <laughs> oh and his bare ass is exposed again. 
Uh, and in this one, he tells her she better get rid of that bird. Yeah. Or so help me. Something gets rid of the bird. That, that bird's gonna get whatever it deserves. This is when you get a glimpse of his, like, full Asian face, because he starts squinting his eyes, and he, he starts talking with his mouth barely open. Yeah. He and, does, yeah. And you're like, what is this face? Is this when we see the teeth yet, or no? No, I think the teeth, that comes up a little bit later. Um, but yeah, this is when you start to see, like, that change in him. And I think he does a really good job of of conveying that too like where he's like furrowing yeah, his we're, eyebrow we're, and like i didn't get the connection till till the uh the making of a romero said he was trying to do a dr jekyll mr hyde mm. kind of thing with the rage and ella so and then like that night ella gets out of her cage and she sneaks up to the nurse's oh God, room the, the hands and she gets the bird the best so she she gets under the little blanket and she opens the cage door and she's like reaching in and then it's yeah. like it's like the camera angle is like from her perspective right. and you just see little hands like reaching <laughs> for the bird so i feel like i love that part this is uh <laughs> this is tom savini and greg and katero's um, contribution was the monkey hands anytime you saw the monkey like with the injection yeah. or the little match, those are monkey oh hands God, being operated. So good. <laughs> they were cool. So good. They had like a rubber. They had a full cast rubber monkey. They had an animatronic monkey that like could could do facial expressions and stuff like that. Um, so good. It's pretty well done. I thought because yeah, yeah. like I, I don't think you could tell. No. I mean, no. 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 Like the way they seamlessly cut because sometimes the monkey hand is in the shot of the monkey like mm-hmm. reacting to something, so it's it looks like the monkey like, with the straight razor. Mm. The scene with the straight razor, the monkey's yeah. like. Ah! open mouth yeah. like, and it's a monkey hand there oh, the monkey hand looks good. like the monkey right yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah so. Ella kills the bird and puts it in her slipper right which she finds the next morning she finds it it drops puts her, out puts her foot in there yeah and then it cuts to Jeffrey who's basically like fuck it I'm gonna try this goddamn reagent and all the other monkeys cause I don't understand why it's working so He's good like, on her yeah fuck the scientific method yeah. i'm just gonna test everybody yeah. cause he just can't he hasn't put the pieces together yet science is measurement Precise measurement, and measurement means repetition. That's what he says. And then, monkey vision. Monkey vision. Jungle yeah. beats. First time we Running. see it. <laughs> yeah, and, and like, and Alan wakes up, and it's like you realize that. Well, I guess. I mean, it took me a little while. Like, oh, he, he was up. he was seeing like he was dreaming that he wakes like, up like Jesse in a nightmare. He's like, ooh, <laughs> 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 and uh, the doorbell is ringing. And guess who is back? mother yes his mom his mom she just couldn't stay away so yeah. she sold her business and what are you trying to say mother i'm moving in which yeah. is what every guy wants to hear right <laughs> yeah exactly he's like if i didn't have the use of my balls and stigs now i definitely don't have them yeah he he could tell he was not he was not happy about no. that one no and then as she's walking in the nurse comes in and she's basically like you know you're you're fucking goddamn monkey uh killed my bird or whatever and he's like it deserved to die. It fucking deserved to die. Yeah. And his mom is just appalled. Yeah. When Alan gets like super intense like this, like I just said, his mouth barely opens because all the energy is going towards his rage center <laughs> and his jaw operates on like minimum like uh, energy and he makes skinny eyes the whole time. So that's why I say yeah. he, he goes full Asian. Yeah. Skinny eyes. He's got the skinny oh, eyes. Man. And then, like, the next scene... So the mom's like, how about we do a sponge bath? Oh, man, so So weird. I can get all that schmegma that's probably been building up in no. your foreskin, Alan. Has she been peeling back your banana? Oh, God. No. To get the schmegs? <laughs> and th- this is when Only she- mommy knows how to peel back no. the banana. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> As she's bathing him, she tells him that Marianne is quitting. Yeah. So it's news to him, which makes him really angry. Um, so you wouldn't she- like me when I'm angry, mother. So let's go in there and peel the banana, Alan. I gotta get in the tooch, too. Let me go in there. Let me get the chiquits out. But this is when also he thinks his hand moved. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Mom, did you see my fucking hand move or not? But it moves (laughs) like this, like... Yeah. It's not a twitch. (laughs) Yeah. It's not like one of his fingers, like, moving a little bit. It's literally, like, a jump. Yeah. Yeah. If I was his mom, I'd be like, bitch, you're fucking paralyzed. You should stop yelling, because I could beat you down so bad. And then for the second time, monkey vision. Monkey vision, yeah. And uh, Alan wakes up and he knows, like, he's figured out, like, she, she's getting out of her cage and she's getting out of the house. All right. He's starting to put two and two together. He's like, I'm yeah. seeing what this bitch is saying. Yeah. Even though it's crazy. Because it's, it feels real, not a dream. Yeah. yeah. And he gets Jeffrey over and Jeffrey goes upstairs to the attic. He sees the opening, but he lies about it. Right. He sees, uh, the, he sees the monkey shit on the ground, which yeah. looks like... There's so much shit, dude. It looks like, like a little bunny turds or something. Yeah. Weird. Like melted... Uh, Melted uh, Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> like like non-prels. Yeah. Yeah, so he lies to Alan about it. Um, You're talking about telepathy, Ace. A motherfucking mind meld. Yeah, Ace. And, and Alan's telling them that, like, the, it seems like these he's, are not he's, dreams. These he's are real. telling Fisher and Melanie that, yeah, there's, there's something going on. There's some weird connection between him and yeah. Alan. And he's like, I know this is really weird what I'm telling you guys, but I got to get a second opinion about this. But this whole like paralyzed thing. So we can, can we put this on hold a second? <laughs> so then he goes to another fucking doctor to get this thing looked at, and then right. the other doctor tells him, "Well, I think the tooch sometimes he gets a little clouded because all that hair around his tooch, and he can't see right because it's real hairy down there in his tooch. So <laughs> I think what you have is a congenital thing, right? So, um, ahead, so basically, what he's it was explaining is that he he had this underlying congenital defect. And he got hit by a truck, which causes paralysis. But if he hadn't gotten hit by the truck, he probably would have become paralyzed anyway because of the congenital defect. There are two different injuries, and the Tooch only saw the injury caused by the truck. That self-satisfying son of a bitch, egotistical. (laughs) Did you find that believable, that explanation? I mean, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Because Romero said he researched the shit out of it to try and find an excuse to how he could recover. Yeah, not at all. But whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. I mean, anything's possible in horror movies. Everything, anything's possible in real life, too. I mean, in medicine, you never know. I mean, if I, this is what I always think of it this way. If Superman himself, Christopher Reeves, couldn't recover from fucking being paralyzed, then how the fuck is this guy going to do it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The Man of Steel? The Man of Steel didn't do it. Yeah. So anyways. So anyways. He's real mad about that. I mean, he's a little sour. When they're, yeah, he's like just so like uh, Melanie is so shocked he's, by his anger in the car. He, he, she's a, a she's trying to be like, eyes. look, there's hope. You could actually, you know, have the use of your limbs again. He's like, that fucking tooch. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking I'm gonna come at the tooch. He's like, I don't like. She's like, I don't like this, Alan. I don't like this rage. And, he, and he's like, you don't know anything, bitch. This is how I used to be when I was smashing bitches. When I was fucking. When I had all my strength and stamina before, I used to just fucking destroy pussy every night used to cauterize that shit i would send bitches to the gynecologist completely scabbed over (laughs) and i would talk like al pacino (laughs) (laughs) while i was fucking him you know i'd get on temple and i'd say baby i'm gonna talk to you so hard you ain't gonna know what's going on here (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god. You want um, the stinks? You can't handle the stinks. <laughs> so back at home, Alan calls, well, he tries to call the Tooch, but the Tooch isn't in his office, and he, so he gets the emergency number. The which Tooch is, is busy, Linda's number. He's busy drawing and killing. Yeah. So, and then he calls Linda's number. Well, he has Ella call in his number and the Tooch answers. Yeah. He's busy, grease, so he he's busy greasing up his bronzed Zeus body. Yeah. And drinking my he, he is in excellent shape. He is. Movie. His hair, on the other hand, is quite upsetting. Because, but they didn't, women didn't judge men back then for their baldness like they do now. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's true. You know? like they to were be just, fair, there's, there's women out there that do like bald men. Yeah. Specifically. Well, Steph, oh, yeah. Yeah, I work Steph with doesn't, somebody. Steph doesn't did. like bald men, but, <laughs> you know. She just landed with one. Yeah. She just kind of <laughs> ended up with one. <laughs> Because of the because of the, the pleasures were so good, so she's yes, like. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's like, I'm a little insecure still. <laughs> He's drinking. I a- could grow it back if I could. <laughs> well, because she, she always points out when someone has like really nice hair, she's like, Oh, look at his hair; it's the best. And I'm just like, I just like eat my sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be like when we're out to eat or something she'll be like oh my god look at that guy's hair it's so thick and fabulous but it's just, but isn't it just so thick like, <laughs> like 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 jess he's got like twice <laughs> twice as many hair follicles as the normal man don't you think maybe even four times as many <laughs> and i just doesn't like, he have a normal size forehead <laughs> And I just like look down and I look in my cup, see how much like water I've drank. I wonder how much the bill's gonna be. God. Things and, like and die a little inside. Think about yeah, things like that. None of this is true. I think about the beautiful wife I married that's perfect and how I wish nothing was different. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. <laughs> uh, oh so as that's happening oh. oh hold on i'm sorry so he calls he calls up and finds out the tooch is over right at, at, the, at the love making cabin and right. this is the scene that you referred to earlier when it's a close-up of his face like his little squinty eyes he's getting really angry monkey, yeah his, he starts like you see close up of his mouth and his teeth like kind of look like monkey teeth yeah right they and then like he's like this. pointy teeth and but they, they're going they're going uh, there's a shot back and forth of ella yeah. and then a zoom in on ella's mouth mm-hmm. and her teeth and then his right. teeth so that you get the idea and then it shows tooch and linda make out and no then, you skip the part what? you skip where he bites his lip he bites and his the lip. blood I'll, runs I'll down his back chin to it. well that's right here we're in this part right well, the, and then it cuts oh. back it, well linda and tooch make out and then it cuts back to ella and um ella licking the blood Alan, off his Lips. And then they're making out. Oh, they didn't make out. She was licking with a little Yeah, tongue. but there was there was definitely a comparison being made. It was yeah. a comparison. Yeah, but gross. It's like, welcome to the jungle. <laughs> right? Don't yeah. ruin Guns N' Roses for me, please. So, yeah. So then we get monkey vision again. Mm-hmm. And Linda and the Tooch are doing it. Oh, in, they're in doing the it. In the cabin. They're doing it. Apparently, that, that scene took forever to shoot and they got really intimate. Yeah? They were like laying on that bed for a very long time, like that. Oh, Which she's like, can, can you not have like? First off, you never see you, them, so yeah. what, you couldn't have fucking stunt legs, right. like somebody in there, yeah. anybody. You know, the Tooch had chub skin. Oh, how do you not? Because I mean, you like, had, like a naked, she's like has a nice body. Like, I, how that's do you what not? I'm saying. I would have been, yeah. been like, I gotta go, I gotta go, Jo. You got like, that chub skin, come right? Back because I mean, maybe that's what be, you have to do, right? Maybe you I have would. to do that first. And there's no way. There is no way. No, but like, but even like. 
for for even Jay Owen sometimes ain't enough though, yeah. because it, especially if it's like you know a hot, real real hottie. I always think about that in movies. Like, how do you not? I know. You know? Sometimes you just got to beat it with a hammer. Like, <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh man! Just like put ice down there. Or you got to be like dead puppies, dead puppies, dead kittens, Aww. dead mm-hmm. kittens. All right, I'm placid. Yeah. So then, so you see them doing it, and then it's like a, a close up of like a fire. And then it's the next morning, right? And Alan's mom is on the phone, and she's, she's like, talking. "Oh my god, the both of them, yeah, in the same room. The quakes and sticks were still attached." And Alan, Alan you got to come down here. There was a fire, right? How did you know? Right, and this that is the quakes and sticks were still attached. And this is when he knows. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, did, "Did they find a charred tooch? <laughs> How did you know about the charred tooch?" <laughs> yeah. well, he knows Ella. He knows Ella did it, and they show like in her cage. There are some like it's like a little piece of like a pine tree or something. Yeah, there's like a little yeah. pine leaf. Yeah. Um, and then Alan's like, "I know, I know that you know Ella." Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and then Alan's like, "Yeah." Uh-huh. what you just said <laughs> and then alan he thinks ella did it because um because he thought it. he tries to convince jeff or whatever yeah he's like i have these dark thoughts these sins in my head and when i'd go really squinty eyed ella picks up on it and i also get a real bad hankering for like ramen noodles i don't know what it is and fish sauce and i want sriracha on everything oh my god yeah when this he tells jeffrey to take her Take her. He doesn't want her back. And so, this part upset me again because he's like dragging no, her out and she's oh, screaming. That monkey did not want to leave that room. No, she's screaming. She's holding onto the door. She's like, no, don't take me. Please don't take me, Alan. <laughs> I'll be good. I won't kill nobody. I want to dry hump on your hand again. Oh. So anyway, Melanie's like, well, Alan, why don't you come back to my monkey mansion, aka my sex chateau? And the he, sex barn. And he's like, I'm on, I'm on board. Well, it's awkward, though, because, like, she's setting up that, like, practice room where she trains the monkeys for him to sleep in there. Yeah. And she's, like, leaning over him, and he, like, he tries, tries to nuzzle the, the her only move, The no. only movie that he has with yeah. the use of his neck. No, he tries to, he tries to fucking <laughs> nibble on her nip, and then it goes from her with, like, drawing back yeah. to the very next scene. She's unbuttoning her He's, top. like, breastfeeding. <laughs> Yes. He has a whole mouthful of breast. He's like yeah. this. Oh. How do you God. say? How do you say this? How do you draw away? And then he's like this. I'm sorry. And then it's like this. Hold on. Yeah. No. It's, first off, he, she starts unbuttoning. It's like yeah. sucking a fucking goddamn like. Yeah. He, unbuttoning to breast in mouth to him laying on the bed and she's riding his face. Yeah. Can we talk about the blonde little leg hairs that she had? The little like little cricket. Little cricket. Noises she was making. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) cricket noises. She had her leg like propped up against the side of his head, and there was blonde hair. Wow, for days. Well, like a little like like peach fuzz. Maybe she doesn't shave her legs. Yeah, maybe she's one of them feminists. That's like she. She probably. I mean, like if she was training monkeys, she's probably a feminist, dude. She probably dyed her armpits like uh, like rainbow colors too. You know, no problem if you do that. I'm just saying, ain't ain't for me. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? John's on board. I think John that, likes a hairy armpit. Yeah, John's on board with it. It's okay. No, I'm, I'm not a fan. <laughs> He's on board with that. Can we talk about mustache hair on women? Like, no, fucking do something with that shit. John likes to judge people. I know. Me, I don't judge anybody. I accept all. I mean, I might sound like a judgmental person. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I mean, right. People may listen to this podcast <laughs> like, I got Jesse. He's real judgmental. No. False. Mustache hair, shanana. Yeah. 
Wax that shit. I mean, I mean if wax I... it. Ew, wax it. It's worse because then when it grows back, it's real thick. It's That's like why... when it grows back, it's like Jeff Go- uh, Jeff Goldblum, like the fly hair. It's real thick, and then it like it stabs you. Oh my god! Yeah. You know? speaking from personal experience, or yeah, like when you like, if you pull like a butt hair out, Steph's like no. Okay, I mean, do you see? Look at my arms. Do you think I grow a mustache? I don't even have arm hair. Steph's like a hairless. <laughs> she's like a hairless rat. <laughs> Or, or like a or a beautiful creature that's hairless. <laughs> one or the other, you know. Uh, but no, police your mustache hair, ladies. That's all. That's all I ask. It's not complicated. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we just lost fifty listeners for, yeah, that, for those okay. comments. Anyway, so you can Mel- edit out later. Now I'm not going to edit shit out. People just got to deal with what we say. It's a fucking podcast. It's offensive. Anyway, Mel uses a swing, the handicap swing, so she can ride his face to ride his stallion. Yeah, into battle, which. I knew that was coming, but and then they didn't show anything. Well, no. then, then they no, go. They don't show. They don't she's just like. Eh, eh. Then they and go. Then, then they go seat. into a handicap stall, and oh, Al, and Alan raw dogs are with like this elaborate pulley system that she has set up. It's, it's like, like a Rube Goldberg machine. It's got like pulleys, and he's but, like, "Oh, I didn't know you could do this. I didn't know you had this set up in the fucking handicap store." Well, she hired she hired two handymen called Dewanye and Belial, and, and they came in and they made this elaborate contraption. And they're and they're making him fuck like he's a marionette, and, and he's like, "I want to fuck her harder." And Bile's Bi- Bi- like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Thanks, Blyle, <laughs> Duane." I forgot about that. Uh, so uh, then Jeff decides. Um, so he's back in the lab. He's going to inject himself with the reagent. But what is he looking at under the microscope? I don't know. What is he looking at? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Because you—he's like talking about how how intelligent she is. What is he looking at under the microscope that leads him to believe that I, she is? Aware? I thought he looked under there, and he's—it uh, was just something great. Like what? Like some kind of breakthrough. I <laughs> like he looked under there, and it said breakthrough. <laughs> Probably. No, he's just going delirious from lack of sleep. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to try all the things, which is next, me injecting myself. Right. Because Milton stole the rest of his supply. This yeah. Is, and this is like gets, a la- this is a last ditch effort on yeah. his right. part. Yeah. I think he was just going to do it anyway. Yeah. And he wants right. He wants to see if he injects himself, if he can make the connection with her. And right? he and he injects it or whatever, and he just basically goes like this. He injects it, and he's like, just oh, I'm coming, and he just busts his, he busts a quig everywhere. What the right. fuck do you keep looking at your phone for? What's on that phone? You texting somebody? I'm checking my messages. Oh, yo, he got booty call uh, going on. Booty call, big big booty call. Um. So, so Al- anyways, Alan is back home. He's home with his mom. Like after getting, he gets dropped off, his mom's all pissed off. His mom's like, Alan, I think the schmegma needs to be washed off again. No, she's fucking jealous because he spent the fucking weekend at yeah. Melanie's. And, and Melanie, he will do anything for Melanie. She's like, Oh my god, I came here, I sold my business. I thought I was just gonna be washing your scrotes all night. And then here you go with another woman. Even a quadriplegic, you run away from me. But you can, but you can see, like, and he tells her that he got, like, that he told Jeffrey to take Ella, and you can already see the change in him that he is not like right. an angry person anymore. Yeah, yeah. But she's his mom's just pissed. She wants to give him a ball boy at that. Now, <laughs> yeah, there's there's no monkey excuse for his mother. No. Uh, her mother's just a bitch. And as she's giving him a bath, he can feel that Ella's back. Right. And he's like, I can feel her mother making my eyes go skinny and making my jaw barely <laughs> able to move. But he tells his mom that she's in danger, but his mom is so pissed off that she's not listening to anything. Well, because she thinks he's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. The, the phone rings and he tells his mom that if it's Melanie, that she, he needs to tell her that Ella is there. So the fucking fo- it's Melanie on the phone and the mom doesn't doesn't not tell her. Of course. Call back during the daytime. My son is unavailable. Yeah. 
So the mom's like tucking Alan into bed or whatever. And he's like, screw he's Oh, he's so mad. You're a yeah. clinging, conniving, blood-sucking bitch. You get whatever you deserve. I'm tired of your bubble baths. You never powder my bottom properly. It leaves a rash. And I hate when you overcook my eggs and it leaves egg skins, you bitch. <laughs> and his mom like freaks out and slaps him like 20 times Oh, in she face. slaps the shit out yes. of him. It's the best. <laughs> and he's like, you get whatever you deserve. <laughs> well, he was trying, to be, to be fair, he was trying to warn her the entire yeah. time. Like, please, mother, don't just get get the fuck out yeah get the fuck out mom get and pissed off and during all that he hears he hears something he knows ella's back but his mom still will not listen no she won't no and then fisher wakes up in the lab and he's falls in, out of the chair he falls out of the chair and then he's attacked by all these monkeys because <laughs> the <monkeys>. <laughs> <laughs> apparently they got out of the cages while he was asleep yeah yeah and he, and he gets up and he sees the windows open and he knows he knows ella's gone um, so he grabs some vial labeled poison because we always have Skull vials and crossbones. labeled just, poison. Yep, right. We don't know what they're just poison. Right. And he fills up two syringes and he takes them. Well, he also knows that Ella went there because um, we didn't say because the monkey vision. He like oh, con- right. he connected yeah. with her. Yeah. He knows that the one, that he that Ella went back to you know yeah. uh, Alan's house. And, and um, so back at uh, the house, or whatever. Mom's like, taking a bubble bath. Mom's taking a bubble bath now because she needs to wa- watch the schmegma off of her <laughs> quigs. Yeah. Because that's a very schmegma family. They all yeah. built up a lot of schmegma. It doesn't take long. <laughs> but well, none, of, none of them are getting any action, so there's no. going to be schmegma, yeah, schmegma build it builds up. up. And, and meanwhile, like, Alan is yelling up to her to, like, lock the door, go in the room, lock the door. She's not listening to anything. Mm-hmm. And guess what happens? Ella tosses in a blow dryer. Oh, my God. This part. Fries that bitch. Oh, the arm and the leg that pop out. Oh, man. So funny. I really feel like if they would have went for the, like, horror elements a little more in this part, it would have been... There's no more George I, yeah. What was this yeah. originally rated? Was this PG-13 or R? Oh, I don't know. I, I should have looked at that. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I have a feeling that the studio probably... Yeah, oh yeah, probably. That may, that may be why bit. they cut the open yeah. brain surgery scenes too, but... Um, so the power goes out, right? Because the mom got electrocuted. Jeffrey then, shows yeah. up and turns that shit yeah. on again and cooks her, which yeah. is like... Yeah. Yeah. Pretty funny. And then it shorts out again. He finds her dead. And he cries. And he cries and then he admits <laughs> to Alan that like he did the experiment and Alan goes full Asian again for like a second. He's like, what are you fucking telling me, Jeffrey? I'm a guinea fucking pig. I'm a guinea pig. Is that what I am? Yeah. And this is when he does that amazing monologue about the instincts and all that, which he's I He's like, yeah, he's like, instinct is, it's, it's the devil. Maybe 5,000 years ago I was, uh. I don't remember the monologue, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, um, and and then right after, like they, he, you know, Jeffrey comes clean about everything. Uh, Ella fucking attacks him with the straight razor, slices his hand. Yeah, he falls over, and she, then she jumps up on uh, on Alan like she's about to cut his ass. <laughs> and Jeffrey gets up and like grabs her, yeah. and, like for boogers her into the other room. Oh my god! And she like scampers away. She's like, <laughs> how hard is it to fucking like do anything against a little monkey? Like, I understand they're Look, hard to catch, but dude, this guy's yeah. an idiot. Those monkeys be all over the fucking place. If you taught a monkey how to properly cut somebody's fucking juggler with a straight razor, I'd be fucking terrified. Oh, I would not yeah. be going in that room. Yeah. Could you imagine like you're in a room and like a monkey's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. cut your Achilles heel and you fall over like Judd? <laughs> like Judd, yeah. Ooh, and then you cut your mouth. And then it cuts your mouth and you die for some unknown <laughs> yeah. reason like Judd. So Jeffrey goes up to the bathroom to clean up his hand and Ella shows up up there. Always, and, always, always take time to wash your hand yeah. when there's a crazy monkey running loose. Always. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't matter. And he pulls out the syringe like so slow. And of course she runs away. So he can't inject her. Mm-hmm. The poison syringe. Um, and he goes up to the attic. Why does he go up to the attic? I forget that part. He's looking for her still. Oh, he's still looking she, for her. Yeah, she scampers away. Right. He's, he's looking for her. Game, yeah, yeah. And then this is like the phone rings and 
a little bitch runs over and chews through the phone line. Yeah, right. Oh my God, I love that part. Then Which Alan, they actually taught the monkey to do that. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That Alan so tries to answer the phone uh, in the other room in the and kitchen, yeah. Ella comes and is trying to push she his... pushes the wheelchair his, away. His wheelchair away or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the, fo- the, the phone falls well, and Well, because like, he's trying to pull it down by like his head like pulling the cord. And, right. You know. It's pretty stupid. Jeffrey chases her away or whatever. Um, more or less this happens for a, for a bit. Jeffrey more or less ends up getting stabbed with the poison. Right, she he, injects him in he his come, back. He comes downstairs. He passes out in front of Alan. Well, he's like trying to tell Alan stuff too, and he's making no sense. Yeah, Alan tries to manually open up the door with like the control system that they had before they got Ella. Yeah, but Ella disables it. Right, and he tries to trick Ella a few times, like to turn like the power back on. He's like, "Why don't you turn the music on?" Yeah, for, and, let's dance and, and let's dance, and she and she's not falling for it. And he's like, oh, "I'm too smart for that." And he's like, "How about some food?" So then she like sets up. So like, it's I guess, a romantic dinner. Yeah, yeah. like a candlelit dinner. She, she's like shoving all this like meat in his yes. mouth, and, and John's like, "I'm on board with this meat. <laughs> Feed me some dried meat." Tell. Oh my god. There's actually though. Um, there's some trips here too. They actually taught her to. Jason and and Boo worked a lot to get her to to feed him from mm-hmm. the mouth, and during that process, at some point. She got a little mischievous and was going to put like a cookie into his mouth. And then Jason's words, he's like, she, she got this weird look in her eye and she did a fake out with the cookie and put fucking shit <gasps> in his mouth. And somewhere apparently there's footage of him with Ew. fucking shit in his mouth. And he's like, it tasted like cookie. It was great. <laughs> oh my God. That's disgusting. That's awesome. Man. Monkeys are the best, dude. Um, yeah, so he, she keeps feeding him. He keeps spitting it out. And then he's like, tells her like to take, to go outside and like take him away. And then he has monkey vision. Right. He, he kind of like comes, he's like, oh, and he passes out and she does monkey vision, goes outside. And then when she does she, monkey vision, she, Melanie pulls out. Melanie's van right. pulls up. And he's like, up. no, 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 no. So and he's th- trying to like, yeah, like try to tell Melanie to not come in, but Melanie, br- she can't hear him. Melanie looks in the window, sees him like having this kitchen. like dinner. So she breaks the window, comes in or whatever. Uh, Ella trips her after like being attacked or whatever scratches her face trips her she derps out and hits her head on a fucking table yeah. and she's unconscious and she's unconscious oh my god, oh my god. So, <laughs> so favorite part ever this is my favorite Steph part. was cracking up <laughs> laughing at this part dude go ahead oh the- my god so Ella runs over cause like previously so okay we have to go back really quick I think to when they were talking about how Al- Alan thought that she set the fire that killed the tooch and Melanie was like no animals are instinctively afraid, afraid of, fire. of fire and she was like holding the match in front of her and Ella ran away so flash forward to now, she gets off Ella fucking lights a match and is like holding it up to her face. Yeah. Right? And like singeing and, her hair. And then trying to set her on fire. And she touches, first she touches her denim jacket and it's wet from the rain. So it goes out. Right. And then she runs over and she gets like three more and she keeps like touching them to her hair and they, and they keep yeah. going out because her hair is wet. Meanwhile, Alan's trying to wake her up by ramming, ramming her, her with the fucking yeah. wheelchair. Oh my God. So it's good. the only thing he has. I mean, I know, but it's, but, but it's still funny. It's like you have this monkey trying to put yeah, matches like, on her and he's like, like, and he's like, wake up, you bitch, wake and, up. And then now it's your favorite part, Jess, when she, so then she like, the flame goes out on the match and mm. then she jumps up on Alan and she urinates on him. Yeah, she pisses on him yeah. and he's like, you're slime, you filth. I'm going to take you apart. I'm going to rip your eyes out. I'm going to tear you. I'm going to chew your fucking heart out. <laughs> yeah. 
and then oh she gets the god. needle the syringe with the needle right oh my god this part two she comes back and it's so funny to watch this monkey like poking at the face with like the the needle but it's the savini hands yeah. like eh, eh, eh. when it goes for the eye oh man oh, oh yeah she like, poked her eyebrow and then yeah. she's so close to her eye oh my god and then alan uses uh. the force to move his hand yeah use the force bagel yeah this entire first off this this house scene this final house scene goes on for what a third, a third of the movie it seems like the movie itself is i feel too long yeah it's way long but like so now he decides that he's gonna try and move his hand yeah well he's desperate he loves yeah. melanie well he's using and the that, force that little monkey's gonna inject her with poison unknown Ooh. poison <laughs> and he puts music on but then i was like "Ooh, dance time yeah, yeah. And he calls her over and he's like calling her baby and saying he loves her. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's snuggle time with my best friend. Psych, it's fucking slaughter time. Right. She climbs up on him and he... So, Triv's here. Do you know what Ella means? Do you know where Ella came from? Ella. 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 She did... What, you mean like in the... Does it mean love or something? Do you know why she's named Ella? Love. Because it was supposed to be after Ella Fitzgerald. And all of the music of the movie was supposed to be Ella Fitzgerald music. And then at the very last second, while they were in post-editing, uh, the agent for Ella Fitzgerald said, uh, yeah, maybe it would be a little offensive if you named the monkey after Ella Fitzgerald, yeah. so we're not going to do this movie. And they had to go back and redo all the musical cues wow. to different songs mm. to find like a right song. But she still named Ella in the movie. Mm. But, but they do explain the name Ella in the movie in some other way. I don't remember how. Do they? Melanie does. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. Melanie? It's, yeah. Oh, right, because she was number six in the lab, and then she's like, uh, number six sounds too clinical, so we have to name him. But there was a reason Ella was short for something. She, yeah. I don't remember the scene, but she does explain. She's it's like, oh, I've been calling her Ella. Ella Fitzgerald. It's definitely no. not after Ella no. Fitzgerald, though. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, wait, so where are we at? Oh, so right, so she climbs up on him, and he bites he bites the back of her neck right the nape of her neck and shakes his head back and forth like and this and and this is this this is a george romero moment. he's like just stay stay on as long as you can no keep going keep going longer longer it is forever it, it, and that, but is that was intentional that, that, that was romero yeah. like going yeah no no keep going uh, tell, tell you yeah. stop no 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 and like some blood, angle. blood squirts out at one point right. on his face right. and yeah, he just shakes her until she's dead and she her body the, flies across until the floor. Until she turns into a dead cat and flies across right. the floor. That's <laughs> why I have to know, um, look it up on your phone real quick, John, if it's rated R. I gotta know because that's this, I think just for this scene alone and I realize it's not that graphic, but it is graphic. It's a fucking yeah. dude choke killing a fucking goddamn monkey. Like, and it's, and it's on the screen for like, what, yeah. what is that? Like 10, five it's, or 10 seconds? It's, a long it's time, rated yeah. R. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah. So like, it's crazy to me that like on other scenes, I mean, maybe it was the studio, maybe even though it was rated R, the studio was still like, I'll take this out, take this yeah. out, take this out. Because like, you know, I don't know. And George was like, no, we're leaving this in. It's so good. Yeah, it is it, so good. It's like, I mean, it's like a lot of the hard movies we do. You're waiting for that one payoff moment. Yeah. That's yeah. it this for is you. It. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so she's dead. And then um, suddenly bright light flashes and uh, alan's going back to surgery and um because the doctor said for that second opinion said if you can sh- prove to me that you you know made your hand move made a voluntary movement i will take you back to surgery mm-hmm. so right here we are um he made his hand move on his own and now he's going back to surgery you they, they show the doctor like making the incision on his back even lower than the first time right. yeah this time right. it's like right above his ass it's like crack. A lumbar lumbar yeah. spine but you know why they did it lower this time for the special effect right. that you're because about to say because a monkey jumps out chest burster yeah it's like monkey, but, monkey it's a, burster. but it's an ass burster yeah. <laughs> it's a tooch burster yeah and uh alan wakes up from a dream 
and he's in bed with a neck he's brace like, on. Yeah, Mel, he wakes up and Mel's like, it was all just a dream. There was no tooch. Don't worry, there was no tooch. And he's like, oh, no tooch. No tooch. Oh, man. Yeah, so he's like, he's post-op. He's recovering. He has a neck brace on. Mel's like, let's go fishing. Yeah. So, right. Then he's discharged from the hospital. We have no idea how much time has passed at this point. And when she says, let's go fishing, I'm assuming that's some kind of weird sex lingo that involves like harnesses, nets, yeah. and some kind of like fishing lure like attached to like her, her pussy. Right. That like... He has to go after oh my God. to get inside. Right. So the Alan's wheeled outside. She pulls up in the van and guess what? He can fucking walk because he stands up with a crutch and he walks to the van. It's probably the corniest rap like ending of a George Romero movie you'll ever yeah. say. Yeah. It reminds me of like a sitcom. Ending. Yeah. He said, um, you know, they had the, the test audience and they had like comment like uh, critique sheets. And he said, you know, everybody said that they didn't like the ending. And the people that like left like an actual comment and said they didn't like the fact that he recovered, and he was like, "Yeah, that's a given. I knew that was going to happen as soon as I fucking filmed it. That nobody was going to like the fact that he recovered because it's not believable." Yeah. And the studio took that as, "No, your Burbage scene is what right. people don't like." And he's like, "That's not what. No, and like, no, you're taking the Burbage scene out." So there was that conflict. Studios fucking sucked, dude. Yeah. My and God. that's why he went back to independent filmmaking after that for a while. Yeah. Um, studios really just fuck everything up I for mean, everybody. <laughs> It's the same thing with video games too, like doing the Kickstarters and stuff like that. Like, there's a reason why publishers exist. There's a reason why movie studios exist to keep people on budget, to keep people focused. And, you know, it's a double edged sword. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it fucking doesn't. Sometimes a studio yeah. manipulates the shit and it works out wrong, or sometimes right. it works out for the better. Right. But yeah, no, you're yeah. totally 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And this time, <clears throat> fucking Romero lost out. Yeah. All right. So. <sighs> Let's talk about our ratings. Let's talk about the ratings. Um, I'd like to go first, I think. Okay. So, I give this movie an eight. I love this movie. When's the first time you saw this movie? I want to know. You, we, saw this at, we saw this at Exhumed. Yeah, but I had seen it already. And you what, and I watched it before and that. And when we saw it at Exhumed, did you remember it? I, well, do you remember? That was the first horathon we went to. And uh, every year they give... While you're waiting in line, they give you a little like questionnaire and they give you a hint for each movie and you have to guess it. And whoever gets, you know, they give prizes away at the end. I got this fucking one right. Mm -hmm. Remember, it was like something about an animal oh, something. And it was like a really random ass one. It, it was. And I was like, this is Monkey Shines. And Jesse was like, I don't know. And I was like, no, this is fucking Monkey and Shines. It was. I was and like, I was fucking damn. right. Yeah. yeah. So I totally, I mean, I did remember it. Yeah. I don't remember. I wish I could remember what the little clue was, but. That scene was awesome to see it in a group full of people. Oh, everyone loved it. Everybody was like cheering. Yeah, when he kills her at the it, end. It's a good scene <laughs> to see so in a group yeah. in a group full of people. So it was good. really fun. Yeah, I, just, I mean, I just love this movie. I just um, it's so like it's so odd to me now, like that I have seen a lot more of George Romero's movies because this does not feel like a George Romero movie at right. all. Um, so it's it's weird to see that. Um, it reminds me of Stephen King. It's you know, I just I. It's funny. I always think it's a Stephen King. Yeah, movie. it just makes me think of it. Um. But yeah, I love it. I just think it's so cheesy. I love the tooch, um, and I love I love when he kills her at the end. But I feel so bad for that little monkey. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a good movie. It's cheesy. It's cheeseball eighties, but I like it. Mm -hmm. You want me to go? Yeah, good. I give it a six and a half. Mm. I don't love this movie. I don't. There's not many things I I, I don't really uh, have a lot of great things to say about it. But I don't really have a lot of bad things to say about it either. Um, I think the ending is awesome. But there's not really else that I really think is really great about yeah. it. I think it has a lot of funny moments in it. I do enjoy watching it, but it's not a movie like I'm ever like, oh, yeah, let's watch that movie. Let's watch that yeah. movie. Because it doesn't really have a lot of things that like really draw me to it. It doesn't have a lot of good kills in it. No. It doesn't have a lot of like great actors in it. Um, 
it's just kind of like is. Yeah. But it's a movie that if it's on or if like, you know, if someone's playing it or something like that, I will watch it mm-hmm. and, you know, I'll enjoy it. Uh, but it's not something that's really amazing for me. But it is a well-made movie. Yeah, um, it it's is. not one of it's not a, 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 um, one of my favorite George Romero's by far. Oh no, I mean, but, I think I like. I mean, I like it for different reasons. Like I love uh, Dawn of the Dead's like my favorite. Movie but it is one of those but, movies. Um, it, I, I will say for the box art alone, when I was younger, <laughs> yeah. it's one of those. It's one of the first movies I picked up because of the box art, and I was like, holy shit. I gotta fucking watch this movie, and and uh, and I immediately took it home, and I was like, "This isn't the movie I thought it was going to be." I should tell you that <laughs> yeah. George Romero did not want that box art, did yeah. not want the marketing the way it was marketed. Mm-hmm. Wanted something they they didn't want anybody to know what this movie was about prior to going to theaters, and the the marketing for it kind of uh, kind of like let people on to right. know that it was a horror movie. Because yeah. when I was a kid, what I thought was when I rented it, I was like, "Holy shit, this box art is amazing!" But as a kid, I thought it was about a killer toy monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And, I, and I specifically remember that because that's what the box art makes you think of. There's not that imagery is not in the rest of the, is no. not in the movie no, to no, speak no. of whatsoever. No. And it's really that that I mean I understand George doesn't like that because it is misleading, but it is very good imagery for the movie. Um, yeah. I think it. I think I guess time makes it look better than probably during the release. Yeah. Like yeah, it aged it aged very well. I mean I I can imagine that that probably did a lot of good for the movie for rentals because a lot of kids like yeah. myself probably picked it up and was like, um, oh, they, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. There was oh, other oh. factors too. Yeah. The, the handicapped people protesting the opening of the film kind of did some stuff and it opened the opposite to not Flashdance, something, something like that. Mm-hmm. It, opened, it opened opposite to a Tom Cruise movie. Oh. And he said that's why too. Like he don't understand why they would open on an opening weekend opposite of Tom Cruise movie in the eighties. Yeah. You're like right. stupid, right? So yeah, that, I mean, but but for um, genre movies like for horror, I mean, I they they make good money for rentals and stuff like that. But yeah. I, I realize this was a assuming this, you go this, with a distributor that's not going to steal all your your VHS sales, right? Which happened, and I a underst- lot. and I understand that this was a you know. That wasn't something that they really wanted to happen. They wanted to make their money from the um, actual like moviegoers. Right. Yeah. So, um, you well, know, seven million dollars is not a uh, small budget, right? No. At that time, yeah. so no. poor George. Yeah, John. I give. I'm in. I'm in. The, I'm in between both of you. I'm a seven. Oh, good. Um, for the same reasons, like you yeah. know, it was too long. It is. Too it long. was long. Yeah, and there's a reason for I, it to be long. I, I would have like. liked. Being at George Romero, I'd like to have been some gore scenes. Oh, there's in it. no and gore, yeah. You can imagine for, for an R rating again. It's that it is that monkey thrashing scene. I guess some of the nudity in it. I didn't know any but. of the jo- stuff that John said either, so it is interesting for me to know that because y- I, you watch this movie and it's easy to forget that it is a George Romero movie because it doesn't really feel like his. Well, that's the cool yeah. thing. Like reading that Nightmare USA book, you see where like things have changed. It all comes down to editing, basically. Yeah. At the end, like even if you know when that movie was initially shot. It was a George R. Romero movie, and then it gets to the editing room, and oh, yeah, the studios have a hand in it, yeah. and at some point, all that's distilled. So, yeah. Wouldn't you love to see his version of this movie? Oh, yeah. They have a lot of all that. All that yeah. stuff is still there, according to like Shaw Factory and stuff. What they have, I'm sure they could reshoot it into a director's cut. The question is, yeah. do people want to see that? Oh, if I, I want to see it. I would love see to. That, yeah. but. <coughs> all right. So, oh, IMDb rating was a 6.2? Yeah, six point two out of ten. Yeah, I'm on board with that rating. Yeah. Surprisingly, some of the movies I've been watching lately have been uh, uh, some of the ones I've been getting through VHS, um, like uh, Hunting or whatever. And I've been looking at them on IMDb. I'm like, whoa, that is way high for this yeah. piece of shit. 
So it's it's funny to see that some of these movies are, I think just because of some of the ones I've been watching are so obscure, so only the nerds know about them, and they're the only ones given some of these movies I've been watching uh, reviews, not, not this movie that we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Sidetrack, sorry. Right, that's okay. So um, it is time for a Monster Head Lottery. The Monster. Selection. It's time, it's time, time for the big giveaway. Halloween has come. All you lucky kids with silver shamrock masks, gather round your TV set, put on your masks, and watch. All witches, all skeletons, all jack-o'-lanterns, gather round and watch. Watch the magic pumpkin. Watch. And I'm choosing today, so... There's a lot in here. Jesus. So what's the monster head again? So monster head lottery, guys. Um, You, the listener, can make uh, submissions for movies you'd like us to cover. And you can email us. You can send us a message on uh, Instagram. You can comment on any of our pictures on Instagram. You can go on Facebook and just tell us some movies you'd like us to see. Um, Well, to review. And uh, On the website. Primarily 80s, again. Um, Sometimes we go into late 70s, early 90s, but primarily 80s. So do it. And if you go on the website, there's a contact button. And you can also leave us voicemail on the website. Yes. Um, Every other week, we will do uh, one of your choices so make I'm, sure ma- there's a lot in there so make sure they don't stick together because yeah. there is their own there, there's so many i can't believe it all right guys so i got one and let's see bloody birthday submitted by matt odactyl bloody birthday the overwhelming horror bloody birthday it is a night that no one will survive Bloody birthday. And I have seen this movie before, so it'll be fun to talk about. Matodactyl, that's one of our OG submissions from yeah. way back last year. OG um, listeners. OG listener, Matt. Actually, that's my friend, one of my old co-workers. So yeah. Matt, man, you should be happy about that. Uh, Bloody birthday is a fun one. I should also say that I will not be on the next episode because oh, right. I will be on vacation in Florida. What have you been doing, John? I'm going to... Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm a little jealous. Next weekend. A little jelly. So look on Facebook and um, Instagram. We'll be posting some pictures. Maybe not next week. Maybe when he gets back. And if you happen to run into me, I'll probably be wearing a Say You Love Satan shirt, and I'll probably be handing out business cards. Damn, there you go. So look for him. He's bald, and he has caterpillar eyebrows. If you I'm see this thing, <laughs> if you see someone with like the thickest eyebrows you've ever seen, if you see someone that's just like a walking eyebrow, that's no, John. If you see someone and you're like, that looks like a young Ernest Borgnine, it's John. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh my god, Steph. God, no, please. Steph got jokes. I'm real proud of myself for that one. You were all quiet (laughs) as fucking shit when I put that no face on there. (laughs) Quiet as shit. Oh my god. Uh, No last for that one. All right, guys. So it is time for you, the listener, to spill your guts. Spill your guts. Spill your guts. Tell us everything. 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 Okay, I'll 
What's up, Stiglitz? This is Tom Lockery, aka Thomas the Tank. It was super awesome listening to you review one of my favorite movies, this stuff. You guys always keep raising the bar for quality horror podcasts, and it's a pleasure getting dirty looks from fellow subway passengers as I cackle alongside you. Stay frosty, shorties. <laughs> hey, what's up? This is Ace Carrier, Mobile Kentucky. I hate Ace on Instagram. Been listening to the first episode. Can't wait to hear the next one. Love the Black Roses episode. Handed you guys a ton about getting that on there. Uh, maybe next time get some Chopping Mall. Maybe Black Devil Doll from Hell. Uh, if you're ever in Louisville, Kentucky, come to Louisville Gore Club every Sunday night at Sidon Faden. Uh, all your favorite drinks and horror movies and exploitation bullshit. Uh, love you guys. Keep it up. Shorties Worldwide. Happy birthday, Steph. It's Donna the Dead, and I hope all of your horror dreams come true for you, you great horror babe. Bye. Happy birthday. I love Satan. I see Satan everywhere. Shana, 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 Shana. Shana, 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 Shana. Hi. My name is Selena, or uh, Noodle of the Dead on Instagram, and I just want to say I absolutely love, 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 love your podcast. Since that lady earlier was queefing some hate on you, I'm going to queef some love. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we found each other through Instagram, which is great. You know, people shit on technology all the time, but it's amazing how it can bring um, some really cool interests together. And what can I say? I love 80s horror um, I just finished listening to your episode about the stuff, and I loved how you broke down um, the nitty-gritty production facts about all the different histories behind each of the actors, because I'm a huge Law & Order freak, especially when it came to the original series. And to know that they got their starts in horror was, you know, amazing. Um, so when I watch it now, it's just going to make me love all the characters that much more. And to know that the actual white stuff was made of all these disgusting, smelly, gross things. Uh, I guess it's like in real life, when you have white stuff all over your face, it's probably going to smell or taste bad. Well, unless it's uh, ice cream, but even then it gets pretty sticky after a while. So, uh, thanks for doing what you do. I absolutely love it, and just keep on going. I guess I gave my soul over to Satan by finally doing this. Uh, it's not so bad. I finally left a voicemail. It's not so scary. I probably sound dumb. But, uh, yeah. Thanks. Bye. Go home to your mother! Doesn't she ever want to? Tell her this isn't some communist daycare center! Tell your mother I hate her! Tell your mother I If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If 
So, guys, you know where to find us. Our website is Say You Love Satan Podcast. Uh, you can email us at Say You Love Satan Podcast at gmail.com. On our site, you can link right to our email. You can go to our Redbubble shop. Um, you can now leave us a voicemail. So, there's a little tab. Click on that. Leave us a message. Every other episode, we play your damn messages. Come on, guys. Get on the fucking goddamn voicemail, please. It's so fun. We, we love dra- to hear your voices. Dragging their ass. Everybody's like so afraid and timid. Don't be. Guys, Don't be stop being fucking pussies about it. Get off your fucking ass and leave a voicemail. Stop being a goddamn little tooch about it, all right? <laughs> Don't be a tooch. Don't be a tooch. And also, please, guys, the reviews... It, they've stalled, and I don't want them to stall. I want them to keep going forward like a heat sausage missile deep into Linda's crevasse. I want to leave nothing but scar <laughs> right. tissue and, on iTunes. Nothing right. but scar tissue. iTunes reviews. And remember, guys, if you leave us a review on iTunes, you are entered to win a free t-shirt every, every month, month. Every month. And there's been people winning t-shirts yes. every month. Yes, yeah. please, guys. Come on. And we still didn't hear from Drewster. Drewster BR. So fucking email us, dude. You won the t-shirt. You won dude. the t-shirt. You didn't listen to the episode or you turned it off too soon. And I'm not going to fucking email you. Nope. So if you don't goddamn um, email us by next month when we do another one, we'll draw another winner. Yeah. And we'll draw two winners next month. Right. For the one that didn't win and for the new month. So send us a message. And you lose, buddy. Right. You so, lose. Uh, we're, we're also on Instagram, Say You Love Satan Podcast, on Tumblr, Say You Love Satan Podcast, and on Facebook, Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast. That is it. That's it. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Say You Love Satan. Tooch. Because of the end of civilization, Clamp Cable Network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming. But more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life. Real them